All right. Well, I'm you sorry. are listening to Talk Crooked, <laughs> the social <laughs> justice and comedy podcast where two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject. While enjoying adult beverages, my name is Kay. And I'm Carrie. Pause this, go get your shot, take a tequila shot with us today, and... One, two, three, go! go! Oh, that was good. Mmm. Mm. That was a good one. Yeah, haven't done one of those in a while. That was a really good one. It's that nice went down smooth. Up. Yeah. yeah, that went down real smooth. We had it real good and frozen in there, too, though. Oh, yeah. That has been undisturbed in my freezer for a few weeks. So, <laughs> yeah. It was frosty. <laughs> mm. Good lime, too. Yeah. Very good lime. I'm going to squeeze a little bit in my cocktail, Ooh, actually. That's a good idea. Just a little. Oh, fuck me. Since we didn't have a lemon, and that's my bad. But. All right, you guys. Well, hi. I hope you had a lovely Halloween. We had a really good Halloween. Yes, it was really fun. And oh man, we're having some champagne lemonade margaritas today. Yeah, because Kay is celebrating. Yes, I got the internship I've wanted for forever today. Yay! And yeah, I finally, um, I finally decided to apply. I, I'm in an English two ninety nine class, and it's just figuring out exactly what you want to do with an English major. And one of the assignments was to do a mock intern application, write a cover letter, fill out the application, and just send that in to my teacher, and then she'd give us feedback for yeah. when we actually decide to apply. And um, we had some interns come in and talk to us, like, right before that assignment was due, and she gave us enough time so that it, we would have it fully ready before the deadline. And so we had these people come in and one of the guys said, you know, if you feel like you're not ready, shoot your shot anyway, because you don't know what could happen. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote the cover letter and I filled out the application. I was like, this is really easy. Yeah. How about I just go ahead and fucking do it? Yes. So. Um, Good job. Yeah, I'm so I, proud of you. Thank you. I interviewed yesterday, got the offer today. I thought I was going to have to wait a whole week. So that was really nice, and now I actually feel like I'm getting somewhere in my yes, career. that's awesome. And, like, my mom's really excited, and I, I think this is helping her see that what I'm doing is actually going to be good for me. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of passion for this, and I'm just, I'm so excited. Yay! <laughs> I'm so proud of yeah. you. You Thank did such you. a good job. Thank I knew you. you'd get it. I knew you'd get it. I I was pretty sure I was going to get it. And like my teacher and the teacher's aide were like, you have the strongest cover letter we've ever seen without us even having to really critique it. Like they would be stupid not to pick you. Yeah, you're really talented. So thank you. And like, I I really have this podcast to thank for a lot of the experience I have with our social media and Mm -hmm. our website. And um, yeah. I'm still kind of in disbelief. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so we had champagne tonight. It's yes. just going to be so fun. Oh, man. So that's what's going on with you. I did nothing this week. And that's okay. It is okay. I am I'm letting myself be depressed. Well, you're for this also... Week because we have no sun. You also <laughs> need to rest. Yeah. I did. You've it's, had a very busy few months, and you're about to go into a very busy Christmas season, yes. and you needed time, and that's okay. Yeah. So, 
I also had a breakdown this week. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. I so, love you. And sorry I didn't go out and vote, but I was in crisis and couldn't. So... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, also y'all pray for kentucky because good lord our past governor who should remain our past governor is throwing and, a tantrum and our never again governor hopefully yeah never again he's like, the worst Goddamn! like he just <laughs> needs he, to fuck off and he lost and he's throwing a fit of course mm-hmm. so we're gonna drink yeah and we're all gonna pray that the system holds up yep that the democracy that we live in holds up. Yeah. And um, if you guys, honestly, every vote counts. I know that sometimes it doesn't feel like it, but if you watched how close the election was, it was only off by 1,500 votes. I was buried balls deep in the office. That's okay. Trying to keep my head <laughs> above water, so I did not look at anything. And I, honest to God, forgot to vote because I was... I was in overload, so I don't know. We haven't really shared this mu- that much about like our own mental health or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I have, I am very, very noise sensitive, mm-hmm. and so just sensory sensitive in general. Really, like, I have a very small comfort zone, <laughs> and I definitely have an auditory processing disorder, and so I, uh, well, a processing disorder of some kind because it's visual as well. But, um. Like, I read really slowly, and I, if I hear, I hear everything at once. Like, I can't focus my hearing or anything like that. That's why mm-hmm. I have headphones in, like, all the time when I go out shopping and when I go places in public, because I just can't. It just sounds like chaos. I hear everything. And, like, like I'll be sitting at dinner with someone and be, like, and just laugh because I've heard someone else's conversation. <laughs> and I'll, like, look at Josh and be like, you hear it? And he was like, what are you laughing at? And I'm just like, you heard what they're talking about, right? And he's like, No. Oh <laughs> yeah, no. I just I hear everything at the same volume. Like if people are sitting behind me in the movie theater, I can't, and they're talking, I can't hear the movie. Yeah, no matter how loud the movie is, mm-hmm. I hear everything at once. So, and it's so frustrating because like my coworkers and stuff, they're just like, "Well, just tune it out." And I'm like, "I fucking can't." Yeah. If I could tune it out, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. It's been that way my whole life. That's why I always sat at the front when I was in high, when I was in school and stuff too. Because if people are talking around me, I can't hear the teacher. Mm-hmm. You know. So um, I sit in front because I can't see. Well, there's that too. And, you know, and that, but that was not fixed until I was a junior in high school because mm-hmm. my mom didn't believe me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, same. <laughs> but like at work, I don't have walls around my desk. I'm kind of out because they think I need to be quote unquote accessible, even though I don't. Um, and there's such a thing as an email. There is, well, yeah, we operate mostly with email, and if you need me, just come up to my desk, and I will see you and take my headphones out. Like, yeah. it's not that big of a deal, and I will always hear the phone ring. It also pops up visually on my computer screen that someone's calling, so there's yeah. no point. There's no point. So, they have this stupid rule that I can't wear headphones, and the other day, I had started a new medication to try and take the edge off from this, and it did the opposite, and one of the side effects is hypersensitivity, which I already suffer from. So it exp- <laughs> it made it way worse. <laughs> and another side effect is agitation. Yep. So that happened. And <laughs> so there was a lot of beeping going on from the machines downstairs that were not... It was sync. the same pattern, but they were not in sync. And the printer that sits next to me was beeping as well. And I was hearing everyone's conversations and everyone's music and everyone's... <laughs> Oh. Yeah, everyone's everything all the time, and I just 
it sounded like not. I was in the middle of so much chaos that I just couldn't even think. And I literally just dropped everything I was doing, clapped my hands onto my ears and had a panic attack right there at my desk. Oh, and thankfully, I work with wonderful people. And my friend Christina and my, my friend Jessica were both there. And like both of them were just like they're rubbing my back and telling me to breathe. And then they were like, you're going to take a lunch break today. Yeah. Go outside. Like, <laughs> get your head screwed back on. Oh, yeah. It was really, really bad. It was really bad. And I stopped taking that medicine like the next morning i just didn't take it yeah i'm not gonna take any more of it because it just it's not worth it so i just was feeling everything at once and it was just really bad so so while i was couch bound this week Mm -hmm. i started watching a new show Ooh, what is it it's called stump town oh yeah you told me about that oh my god it's so fucking good (laughs) and it just makes me want to be a pi even more like i watch it i'm just like this is all i want to (laughs) do want to do oh it's so good it's kobe smolders is the uh is the the main character in female she, lead and she maria hill yes she's okay, agent yeah. hill on uh the avengers and she also played Ro- aunt robin on how i met your mother that's mm. where i saw her first she's amazing um and then jake johnson who is uh nick miller from new girl is in it as well and he's awesome and there's also a super hot cop who is a black guy with blue eyes who i Ooh. would fuck into next tuesday <laughs> i mean my god is he dreamy and it's just so fucking good wow did you see the preview for the show that i sent you the one the one with jennifer aniston steve carell and reese witherspoon so that's creepy as fuck i'm glad my husband came home gave me no indication of that and just started playing music <laughs> and a house he knows is haunted like what the fuck <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I just like heard music and I was like, I'm not hallucinating, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I heard it too. Jeez. Oh, goodness gracious. No, I did not get a chance to do that. I forgot. No, it's okay. And it, I'm sorry. It looks amazing. What um is it? It's called The Morning Show. <gasps> and it's Who's in it? It's Steve Carell, Jennifer Aniston, and Reese Witherspoon. Yes, it's on Apple Plus or some shit like that. So I'll have to wait for DVD. Well, I've got an Apple account, so I can probably get into it. And I'm going to see if I can. They played the preview for it before the new podcast I started listening to. That is, because of course, because Steve Carell's in it. So I also also started a new podcast called The Office Ladies. (laughs) I need to subscribe to that. I'm going to listen to it. But delightful. (laughs) So delightful. It does for me what watching the show does, but in podcast form. So it's Jenna Fisher, who played Pam, and it's Angela, who played Angela, and they're best friends IRL. Yeah, it's so cute. They're adorable. I follow them both on Twitter. Yeah. And yeah. They're so cute. And they go, each episode, they're going to watch one episode of The Office and then like break it down and... tell all the behind the scenes stories all their funny memories they're gonna bring on guests which are gonna be cast members you know to tell their stories and they've already had rain wilson on for an episode oh have you seen him in the 1980s no that man was beautiful (laughs) he's not bad looking now i'm not gonna lie no he's not but holy shit oh wow i'll have to look that up Uh uh-huh okay all right. Twitter is a beautiful place. Is it? I've discovered. <laughs> but so they've already got, I think they have six episodes out. Five episodes? Four. I don't know. It comes out on Wednesdays. Okay. It's every Wednesday. 
they're still in season one, of course, of The Office. So it's all when things were super cringy and we've yeah. gotten and they've gone through all the backstory of like how they got their parts and their audition process and um have you all heard the stuff about how like they weren't allowed to wear make they weren't really supposed to wear makeup and like because they wanted to make it look really really like dingy and real yeah. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and talking about the comparison of the British show just everything everything under the sun and it's just so good have you heard the story about like why they gave uh, Jenna Fisher and John Krasinski their parts probably but tell me like as I've seen it everywhere um so basically, they had such good chemistry, just the two of them. Mm-hmm. That's why they wanted them to have those parts. And like, they were soulmates in like friendship form. Yeah. Like, of course, they, they weren't romantically involved outside of the show. No, definitely not. Yeah. But like, they were soulmates, and you could see that. Oh, and, it like, comes through in the show, man. Yeah. And uh, she was saying that, like, sorry to like spoil anything for you guys, but she was talking about how, like, when she was auditioning with John that she she was like oh he's really good like i really hope he gets it and like he thought the same of her like oh she's really good yeah Yeah. like they both like separately were like god i really hope you get it and like she was like i did my reading and like we were so good together and she was like to both of us like each the person who we wanted to get the part got the part or whatever like it was just really cute so yeah it's just really funny she also, like, knew the casting director or something, and the casting director was like, don't look pretty. Do the opposite of anything you th- you've been taught as far as improv. Mm-hmm. Stumble. You know what I Like, stumble over things. Don't laugh. Don't yes and. Like, <laughs> like wow. just really, like, we're going for super opposite and awkward. That's awesome. And she, she And she's the perfect it, Pam. Of course. She was so good. No one else could have played Pam. No. Oh, my God. No. no one else could have played Angela at that point. Oh, my part. God, no. She's, and apparently, she's like, perfect. yeah, like, they all were, they were talking about, like, who's the most like their character, and she she was, she was like, all of you guys have all talked about Angela. She was like, everyone, all of you guys have talked about how you put some of yourself into your character, and I never did. Like, I am nothing like Angela Aww. on the show. She, she's wonderful. She's been in a lot of Netflix stuff lately. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she was in the show... Um, by that YouTuber, Miranda mm-hmm. Sings. She was in that show. She was in Tall Girl that was just released, which I haven't That's watched. That's because she's super short. Oh, no. Like, her daughter is the tall girl. Oh, okay. Um, But, it, yeah. But, yeah. It's just delightful. Mm-hmm. And not to plug someone else's show too much, because still stay subscribed to us. But when you need something pure, you know? Yeah. We can't all listen to Dark and Depressing or... I mean, I don't think we're that dark and depressing, but we are no. kind of dark. So when you need something that's just pure levity and just mm-hmm. will give you so much joy, just listen to somebody, to these two wonderful, hilarious ladies talk about a show that changed their lives forever. Yeah. And that gave them a new family and a new, and gave them their careers and, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. something that they both, like, genuinely enjoy watching, too, which yeah. is really funny. <laughs> so. While we're on that subject, real quick, what's your favorite episode of The Office? Oh, dude, I don't have one, I don't think. How do you pick? Yeah, I know. It's really hard. I love the Christmas episodes. Um... It's really, I I have favorite bits that Jim and Dwight do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I love, of course, the Pavlov thing where he trains him with Altoids. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, I love... 
Of course, I've been watching along with the podcast now, so I've mm-hmm. been like balls deep in season one. Yeah. Beca- which I generally avoid because it's so cringy, but now I know all this stuff and I can see, like I'm looking for things in the background that they're talking about and stuff like that. Yeah. And now I'm just, I'm I'm enjoying it so much more because of yeah. that, you know? And um, I hope Angela brings up the part where she was pregnant in season four. Oh yeah, they will. They'll get Beca- to it. Yeah, because like if you guys really watch season four, you can see that she's behind stuff oh yeah for sure yeah and every yeah yeah i think and, and pam was too Jenna yeah. was too yeah mm-hmm. um i think my i think both of her pregnancies were real but mm-hmm. so i love in season one where jim when dwight goes up to jim and says do you want to form an alliance <laughs> yes absolutely i do which of course comes, comes back, back later yeah, yeah which i love and apparently was a big inside joke with all the cast members they used to say that to each other all the time oh and the part where he says their bread is very good <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the part where he's in the box downstairs yes yes i just <laughs> it's just so good and then he dyes his hair it's just <laughs> god i just love it i just love it there's all these little jim and pam moments too that mm-hmm. i just I, I don't know. Yeah. Before they actually get together that are just beautiful and whatever. We've now talked about this yeah. stuff for 20 minutes. So anyway, I, this is not what we're talking about. Did you okay. have another thing to say? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say my favorite episode was oh, yeah. probably was probably the one where, um, shit. It was the one where Dwight had the concussion. Oh, and yes. And Michael burned his foot. Yes. I love yeah. that episode. Yeah. And he's like just <laughs> typing Dwight. Yes. Over and over again on the <laughs> computer. See you later, Pan. 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 <laughs> or she's saying bye to him, and, she, and she's like, "He's like, I'll be here tomorrow." And she's like, "No, nah, but it won't be the same." Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they were actually friends for a day. <laughs> oh, it's oh. so good. I do love that episode. That's a yeah. really good one. That's a really, it's my really favorite. Good one. Don't Michael's say Dwight. Such an asshole. Anyone but Dwight. <laughs> I'm coming, Michael! <laughs> oh, Lord. Identity theft is not a joke, Jim. Ryan, who is supposed to be dead. <laughs> oh, God. I just love that show. It's just delightful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Groundbreaking, that show was. Yeah. All right. Well, that's not what we're talking about today. No. But we needed some joy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm excited about this one. Me but, too. Um, so, today... We are talking about trauma trauma brain, brain. specifically head injuries. Yes, because I felt like the trauma brain that we were originally planning on doing was a little too dark for both of us this week. Yeah. So I wanted to go with something that we could separate from. (laughs) Yes, definitely. So. And I found a little branch of this that I really enjoyed. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Um, I know you're going to do something else now that I know. But. I don't, I haven't seen your notes, of course, but I know you're doing something else. <laughs> yeah. So I went my way and we're going to have some fun with yours. Okay. So I'm excited. Awesome. So um, if you are into true crime, then you will have heard of the quote unquote serial killer trifecta, so to speak. Yes. I kept so, seeing a lot of that in my research. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know what that is, uh, let me explain. Uh, There is a theory out there that there are three behavioral signs that a person is going to be a serial killer or, of course, already is a serial killer. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are bedwetting, animal torture, and setting fires. 
Okay. Yep. So these behaviors, of course, generally they show up in the the perpetrator's childhood, um, and sometimes it shows up still in their adult life if they if their um, if their pattern and their sociopathy doesn't manifest until later. It can, of course, still show up. Yeah. Um, probably not bedwetting, but <laughs> uh, but the arson and things like that. Um, but if you are big true crime fans like me and KR and you listen to other podcasts like My Favorite Murder and other things like that, um, then you know that some of us, um, some of us amateurs, and actually when in my research I found that some professionals are now starting to catch on to this as well, um, those of us who are simply fascinated by true crime have begun to see a fourth thing emerge as a pattern, and that's head trauma. Yeah. A lot. Yes. Especially if you at all follow the NFL or anything like that, you can Mm -hmm. find that head trauma tends to then lead to patterns of behavior later later in life because a lot of times with the brain, it's such a mysterious organ that, like, we don't know, I don't know, like, the far-reaching consequences of something that can happen to you at one point, it can then sometimes take years to manifest the actual issue i guess yes. the actual symptom and we will just say real quick right here there are a lot of people who have had head trauma that are not serial killers and yes. most people that have a disability like this are more likely to be victims and absolutely. survivors than perpetrators absolutely so, unless yeah. you're a football player and then you're a perp um <laughs> well i mean not always i mean no no oh i no. mean a lot of the time yes but not always yeah yeah, I have a lot of rage. It's fine. Um, we won't get into it. We'll touch on it for a second, and then we're going to steer away because I refuse to go there. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. I could rant for hours. I mean, uh, like, honestly, we could do a case, or we could... We can do a whole other episode. Yeah, we could, like, e- especially will. talking about the O.J. Simpson trial with that. Because, I mean, uh-huh. that is a perfect example. But Absolutely. I didn't, I didn't want to go into that There's today. There's so many more, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. There's a guy that they call Rapist... Bur- like, what's his name? Ben Roethlisberger or something? They call him Ben Rapistburger. Ugh. Because every time they win a Super Bowl, he goes out and rapes someone. Jesus and he's not Christ. in fucking jail. Yeah, it's great. It's great. What the fuck? Yeah. We're not going there. We're not he going there. He should not be allowed to be in the sport anymore. Okay. And he should be in jail you know they forever. They are starting to crack down, finally, but... Thank we're, fucking we're God. Not, we're not going there today. We're, we're staying in a fun place. Okay. So, <laughs> traumatic brain injury is what we're talking about. So, yeah. sometimes people shorten that to TBI. Uh-huh. Um, it's also called cranial... Hang on. Let's see if I can crank this word out. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Craniocerebral trauma. Oh. So, cranium, cerebral. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. I need to make this bigger because I'm old as fuck. Hang on. <laughs> And I want to lounge in my chair and not be <laughs> crouched. To- oh, there we go. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> oh, be, shit. yeah, like hunched over my computer with my face two inches from the screen. My eyes are really tired from coming down off of this weird drug I've been on. Prescription drug that I was prescribed by a medical professional, by the way. <laughs> the prescription drug. Yeah. That I was that has my name on it. The drugs that I've been taking. Yes. <laughs> okay. So this is um, by definition, it's brain dysfunction that's caused by an outside force. So usually a violent blow to the head. Yeah. Sometimes self-inflicted. What the fuck? If you're a fucking football player. 
how though i, I mean i willingly see- ram your head into people oh duh okay i was thinking about, <laughs> about have you getting, watched football <laughs> not much admittedly no. but yeah. i was just thinking about like how they get tackled all the fucking time oh and, yeah, like, yeah yeah i was thinking but about it that way blocking, not headbutting yeah you, you, literally you tuck your head down and ram your head into people's guts <laughs> especially when they tell you you su- rock hard abs yeah especially when they tell you that you suck at karaoke mm-hmm. <laughs> that is the number one rule yes. of karaoke yeah, headbutt your opponent but you your opponent at karaoke <laughs> that can be a major issue <laughs> That was so fucking funny. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> if you need to go to a weirdo meeting. <laughs> Our fucking weirdos anonymous. in that episode. Oh, it was so good. It was. It was I was so proud of it. Um, okay. So these are very common. Yeah, I'm sure. More than 200,000 ca- U.S. cases per year. Yeah, U.S. I saw that. That's just yeah. U.S. And mm-hmm. I saw way more, way higher numbers than that. But this is a good average. And I bet there are a shit ton that aren't reported. Oh, yeah. That's the thing is that a lot of people are just like, okay, just like don't let them go to sleep. It'll be fine. So like those don't get documented in medical yeah. journals, you know. And then they're just like, why is he weird now? <laughs> I'm sorry. I knew a girl in high school who got hit so hard in the head. I think she was playing volleyball, but she was out of school for a month. Oh, fuck. And she, like, when she came back, she still, like, couldn't write correctly. <gasps> like, it it was bad. She could never play her sport again. That's so sad. Because yeah, she, she had been hit really hard in the head a couple of times before, and then this was just the one like, that the one- knocked her the fuck out. And, like, I felt so bad for her because she was in all these ap classes with me so oh, being out for a month no. really put her behind yeah then you're really fucked but the good thing about my the good and bad thing about my school is that they were really sports inclined so like when people had sports injuries like that they really worked with them i mean that is good yeah so like i was i was glad for her i just felt so bad i, I couldn't imagine not no. being she not being able at, to think and still being yeah. aware yeah. that you can't think that would be so yeah. frustrating and like she could she couldn't look at her phone she couldn't watch tv couldn't nothing oh and my then God. my friend who's a teacher actually just got headbutted um by one of her students and was out of school for a week oh my with god a concussion. hashtag thug life y'all yeah all right <laughs> sorry <laughs> those it, of you who live in kentucky just... will understand that dig at our fucking asshole of a governor yeah so sorry that was those were just stories no yeah no 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 you're good (laughs) that was awesome yeah so traumatic brain injury like you said um Mm -hmm. often occurs as a result of severe sports injury or a car accident Mm -hmm. generally oh that Um, makes sense yeah on average of course there are many other ways sometimes you could be you know uh on a mission trip doing hurricane katrina relief and someone is roofing a house and sets their hammer down next to them. And then the roof is sloped. And oh. slides off the roof and hits you in the head. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, that's a true story. Oh, God, Carrie. I did that. I put my hammer down. <gasps> yeah, I put my hammer down. And I thought it would, it, I had put it down before. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I wasn't being an idiot. Like, yeah. I had, I, I set it down next to me to get a nail. Yeah. Because I had to, like, twist around and then turned around and my hammer was gone. <gasps> oh, yeah. my God. That and reminds... slid off the roof and hit one of our, uh, like, adult chaperones in the head. And oh. I couldn't even hide the fact that it was me because it had my last name on it. <gasps> and I just, like, crawled away into a ball. That's why you don't like hammer stories. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's real bad. 
Oh my god. It's real bad. It what? wasn't that high though. That's yeah. the thing. It was a one story house. She was tall. It wasn't like it was a but lot still. of kinetic energy, but she still had to go to the doctor. Yeah. Like it was really, really bad. Ooh. Yeah. One of the survivor stories I was reading, uh, this guy got hit by a fifty pound sheet of metal. Oh fuck. Doing he, what? At work? He was a firefighter. Oh, shit. And, like, I was... So, at work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was reading his thing that he wrote, and it was, like, I was gonna read it on here, because it was powerful, but it was so jumbled, so I couldn't... Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it, it really sucks, but I'll I'll link you guys to it, because it was, it was still amazing. It was just so jumbled, I couldn't... Couldn't make sense of it. Yeah. Yeah. Aw, poor guy. Yeah. Um. Okay, so, immediate or delayed symptoms... Mm-hmm. So this could happen right away or it could happen 10, 5, 20 years later mm-hmm. because the brain is mysterious and can develop around and develop pathways around an injury. And it's just it's just nuts. So that makes a lot of things click about my grandmother then because I told you about her horrible accident when she was like 16. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Oh, Continue. yeah. It probably knocked a lot of shit out of her head. Oh, yeah. Probably did. Like she woke up on the ground in a puddle of her own blood and oh like she, shit she had gone through the windshield not once but twice because like she went through it and then back and then through it again oh my god ah! yeah oh that's awful yeah okay so things make sense now okay uh, <laughs> sorry so oh thanks for that visual uh so these uh immediate or delayed symptoms may include confusion blurry vision and uh concentration difficulty yeah um Infants, if it happens to infants, meaning like if you drop your baby on its head, which happens. That's why it's a running joke. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Infants may cry persistently or be irritable, and uh, treatment involved may involve rest, medication, and sometimes surgery Mm. if it's bad enough. Poor Um, babies. So, um, because I can't tell you. But yeah, yeah. poor babies for real, though. Like uh, my my cousin had a concussion. I think they were on a ski trip um or something and he just kept asking the same question over and over he just kept resetting oh where are we you're here jeff whatever wherever the fuck they were mm-hmm. what's wh- what day is it it's tuesday okay my head hurts yeah buddy you 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 have a concussion oh, yeah okay <laughs> yeah i'm okay. sure it does what's my name oh jeff okay then it would start over again where are we Poor buddy. Yeah, it was really bad. It was really bad. It was funny to hear him tell it as like a totally fine person mm-hmm. afterwards. <laughs> but <laughs> you um, couldn't even get mad at him. Terrifying. Yeah, yeah, just over and over, just repeating the same questions. He'd just reset. Mm-hmm. Over that and sounds over again. like a lot like Alzheimer's, actually. Yeah, yeah. We'll mm-hmm. get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> okay. So sorry, I'm just so excited. No, about you're this fine. Topic. It's it's fascinating. Yeah. So okay, so people may experience. Here's some things. So uh, cognitive things that people may experience are amnesia, inability to speak or understand language. Hi, I feel that way every fucking day, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, sometimes people say things to me, and it's in perfect English, and it sounds like a foreign language to me. Hi, yeah. processing disorders are fun, aren't they? Yeah, that's why I have to have subtitles on. When I watch stuff. Uh, that triggers my other one, which is that I read slowly. Mm-hmm. So it distracts me because <laughs> I'm trying to read it. Yeah. And I can never read it. And I have to force myself to pay attention. And my ADD. So I have to yeah. force myself to watch the thing. It's just a whole thing. It's great. Yeah. I don't process my things. My existence and- is fantastic. <laughs> I don't process things until like a good minute after they've been said. So I'll, oh, okay. I'll say like, what? And like, then I'll start responding because then I have heard it. Yeah. 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 I see. 
Yeah. I see. Uh, mental confusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, difficulty concentrating. Difficulty thinking and, er- and understanding. I'm drunk already, apparently. Inability to create. I know, right? Inability to create new memories, which is like what happened to my cousin. Yeah. Or you're just like repeating. Or actually, I think my dad went to high school with a guy... Maybe it was college. A guy um, that he knows who had a motorcycle injury. So it was one of those where he wasn't wearing a helmet. Oh. Which is the stupidest fucking thing on the face of the planet. Uh, He wasn't wearing a helmet and he had a motorcycle injury and he literally can't make no memories. It's like 50 first dates. So like he has all of his memories still from right up till the accident, but he does not know anything that's happened lately anything that's happened lately he cannot make new memories. So it's like Memento, actually, if you've ever seen Memento. Yeah. Excellent movie. Um, same thing. The guy gets hit in the face, like, with a sink or something like that, and then, like, he can't, during an attack on his home, and then he's trying to figure out who attacked his wife, and he's having to tattoo evidence on him and stuff like that so that he can get up and remember everything, and he takes pictures of people. You can trust this person. Like, it's so good. It's so good. Such a good movie. See, I'd say I wouldn't want to be in that existence anymore, but how would you know? Exactly. Well, he is aware, because he tells himself every morning it's tattooed on his hand. (laughs) um and he tattoos himself it's a good movie oh my god wow guy pierce and uh whatever her name is from the matrix carrie ann something i need to watch the matrix yeah you. that's the next one that seth and i are gonna watch i think it's a good trilogy Mm -hmm. the third one is shit but the first one's good (laughs) the first and second ones are good we were watching john wick and he's like it's a matrix reunion and i was like i don't get it That's when you say, oh, by the way, I haven't seen anything. (laughs) I've seen stuff. Yes, that's true. (laughs) I'm afraid of new things sometimes. (laughs) Me too, girl. I get it. Okay, so... um, uh, Okay, or an inability to recognize common things. So this is something that has happened with my grandmother a little bit in her dementia, where she doesn't call the washing machine the washing machine. She'll call it, like, the clothes the clothes washer or you know what i mean like you just you call it something that it's yeah not well i mean technically well you call the refrigerator the food keeper or you know what i'm saying like well still well that's true but (laughs) you know what i'm saying like you can't you can't call the like you know what it is but you can't pin down pin it down like you know like josh's grandmother's like he knows that they know that's her there she knows that's her grandson but she Mm -hmm. couldn't say that his name was josh oh that kind of thing yeah you know yeah. So, okay. I'll lose words all the time, but I've also not had, not like, a trauma brain not injury. Same. Yeah. Very different. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I lose them, but it's... Well, everyone yeah. loses words. It's <laughs> what being on the tip of your tongue came from. Everyone, <laughs> it happens to everyone. That's not what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> we're talking just... about where you literally can't say what the fuck a freezer is. Yeah. 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 It's, it's right there. <laughs> or you'll just come out and say something... Or though sometimes I've heard them just substitute words completely. Mm-hmm. I think that happened on Grey's Anatomy where, uh, you know, Meredith's mom has early onset Alzheimer's and um, she says she's trying to say the word malignant because they're talking about like a brain tumor that she has or something mm-hmm. like that. Oh, or a heart, yeah. t- something with her heart. She had like heart problems too oh, or something yikes. like that. So yeah, they're, they're, something cancer related. And she was tra- she was a surgeon, too. So mm-hmm. she's really frustrated. And she says she's she says, is it algebra? Oh. And then she's like, oh, damn it. And she's like gritting her teeth and she's like really focused. And she goes, is it malignant? Like through her 
gritted teeth because she's just like trying to because she can't yeah and she's a genius is the problem and she's trapped in this like existence here yeah and this crazy yeah sound and she's, everywhere. she's yeah. trapped she's trapped in all these memories from her past too because that's what happens with alzheimer's patients mm-hmm. you're like reliving everything and you don't know what's going on around you it's just really sad it was really yeah. upsetting but yeah that's what i always think of is like you can't you just like say the wrong cranberry mm-hmm. yeah did anyone else get my did you get <laughs> my avengers joke yes okay thank you <laughs> I'm on a tangent, and I, I'm, 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 I can say a sentence, and then at the end of the sentence, I say the wrong cranberry. <laughs> <laughs> I forget which movie that was from, but Iron I Man do two. know Iron it. Man 3. Uh, Iron Man 3. Jarvis. Oh, yes. Yeah. Before I, I did. Vision. I did know it, but yes. So good. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> and at- Tony was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm at a, I'm at a, I'm at a break. What, what were you going to say? I, I just watched, I don't know why that reminded me, but I just watched Hush for the first time on Netflix. It's got the girl who played Theo. Theo yeah. yeah. Um, she she went deaf when she was, deaf and mute when she was 13. The character. Yeah. Yes. The, the, <laughs> By the, the character way. Did. Yes. Sorry. Um, <laughs> not her, the actress. <laughs> no, not the That actress. wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> no. <laughs> the character that she was playing went mm-hmm. deaf and mute when she was 13. And so it, it lets that you into. sucks. Yeah. Oof. It lets you into her inner thoughts. Ooh. And they're just everywhere. Like, it would be so frustrating to be stuck in that. But, and, like, I feel that, like, when I'm getting new ideas for mm-hmm. when I'm writing. And, like, I, I hear it and it's a lot. But, like. And you want to get it down, but then you, you lose it after, like, five seconds. Yeah. it yeah. happens to me all the time. Yeah. But, like, her for her, it's all the time. Yeah. And you get to hear that. And oh, it's that's like, cool. Re- yeah. It just stuff with the brain just fascinating. It is me. fascinating. Truly yeah. fascinating. Okay, so behavior yeah. to look out for. Here we go. So mm-hmm. abnormal laughing or crying, meaning like it's out of place. Yeah. You laugh when things are sad and you cry when things are funny, like that kind of situation that happened with one of my mom's uncles, I'm pretty sure too. Not um, just when a girl is PMSing and she no, sees a cute puppy commercial. That's different. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely cried. Do you remember that fucking Budweiser commercial? It's from like... I don't know. Probably four years ago, but it was a it was a it was a Super Bowl commercial, and I didn't watch the Super Bowl because I was getting proposed to, Aww. and I was in the car driving in a snowstorm to get back home, <laughs> and I got back to school, and my students were like, "Miss Law, did you see the the Budweiser commercial about the puppy?" And I was like, "No," and they were like, "And like they were like, you have to look it up right now. It's so good." And I was like, "Am I gonna cry?" And they were like, "I mean, no." Absolutely lost my shit. Aww. It's the one where. He, the guy is like a horse racer and he has a little puppy and they drive up to the race and then the puppy like kind of jumps out of the truck to go adventure and then he can't find the puppy. And, oh no! But he has to leave and then the no. puppy finds his way home and it's raining and he's scared and there's a wolf and then the horse comes out because it's when he's close to home. So the horse comes out and saves him and then he drives back home and he jumps into the guy's arms. I've lost my fucking mind. I would lose my mind too. Lost I, my fucking I mind. I was say. like, he's so scared and alone. <laughs> Baby. Oh, it was so sad. I was about to say, we should look it up, but then no, I'm going to No, we cry. really shouldn't. It's so, so no. fucking sad. <laughs> no. It's so sad. The Christmas co- commercials that have started coming out have been really artistic lately and, like, have made me cry a little bit, even though there's been, like, no words. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they've been really good this year. commercials are shit most of the time. Yeah. And don't make any sense. Like, 
monkey puppy baby or whatever the fuck that was a few years ago oh god jesus christ okay so behavioral things like yeah. i said abnormal laughing and crying aggression yeah impulsivity irritability lack of restraint meaning they don't have any filter anymore <laughs> yeah uh there's a tumor you can get and they call it the asshole tumor and you just say whatever comes into your head yeah <laughs> i know they a few people call with that, it that. yeah <laughs> And they'll just be, there's one on Grey's Anatomy where the guy, he'll just like say something and then he'll go, uh, he'll look at people's reactions and then go, oh, was that rude? Oh. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Next next time someone someone will walk in and she'll, he'll, or or, like, I think his sister was overweight or something like that. And he was like, sorry, don't mind my sister. She's just super fat and can't handle stairs and stuff like that. Yeah. She'll, Yeah. I mean, and it's out of, it's not them talking. Yeah. Is the thing. So you can't even get mad. Because <laughs> it's not them. It's the tumor. Next time but. someone pops up with some shit towards me, I'm going to be like, do you have a tumor? Do you have the asshole tumor? <laughs> like, <laughs> I know you didn't like, just what? say that to me. What? <laughs> you should get that checked. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, and then another thing is uh, persistent repetition of words or actions. Mm-hmm. So just saying the same thing over and over and over and over again. And then doing the same thing. And, like, or oh, yeah. ticks. Mm-hmm. Like, I th- doesn't Dwight keep raising his hand? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because they have um, the the owner of one of the He just, like, is standing there with in. his hand yeah. in the air. Yeah. And the guy's and like, like, yeah. And he's like, what? <laughs> and they're like do you have your hand up and he's like oh <laughs> put his hand down and then he does it again later for some reason i don't remember why oh, but poor dwight they were just typing like repetition was yeah. typing his name over and over and over and over again and not seeing an issue yeah there. yeah <laughs> And then throwing. I think the the opposite. He kind of had the opposite though, where he was less irritable and yeah. and less aggressive. <laughs> like he threw Pam Pam's MP3 player, and he's like, "Oh, it's broken." Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good, oh. so good. All right, so mood can be anger, anxiety, apathy, or loneliness. I could understand that though, with like mm-hmm. that, like your head being in so just many different so places yeah fucked. literally mm-hmm. just knocked yeah um i'm not at all saying like i can compare any of my no. experiences to this but i'm just saying no, like i could understand the aggression and you're just off yeah yeah and this is all stuff that's not common for the person by the way yeah um maybe that's why dwight was so opposite mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so, and then whole body would be a blackout, dizziness, fainting, or fatigue. Mm-hmm. So you would have blackout spells or, like, moments of that, uh, like, on Breaking Bad where he has those, like, fugue moments where he's just, like, outside in his underwear all the time. Yeah. You know? Um, dilated pupils, uh, raccoon eyes. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I oh, thought that I was bet, a makeup faux pas. I bet they're, like, real sunken and dark just real dark circles like you can't sleep kind of thing or unequal pupils which is kind of terrifying uh instability or stiff muscles so like you're clumsy a lot (laughs) um Another thing is nausea, vomiting, of course, which oh, yeah. is where he wrecks his car and immediately throws up <laughs> all over the outside of it. Um, diffi- oh, God. Oh! <laughs> and then he gets back in and keeps driving, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. God. And Fucking then he Dwight. leaves his bumper. 
Yeah, just leave. <laughs> you, Dwight, he, you forgot. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing in the office, like my favorite little bit that they do is where everybody gathers around the window to watch what's going on outside. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Oh, God. Uh, difficulty speaking or slurred speech. Uh, experiencing that right now, but for other per- other reasons. Uh, yep. <laughs> and uh, the other thing, of course, is blurred vision or sensitivity to light. Yeah. Um, so also common is persistent headache, a temporary moment of clarity, which is weird. I'm Ooh. just like, oh, I understand everything or, you know, something. Yeah. Uh, bleeding, of course. Um, I am God. <laughs> oh, God, no. Uh, bone <laughs> fracture, bruising, depression, loss of smell. Oh. Yeah. Josh has been punched in the face a lot. He used to fight. You know that, yeah, right? well, yeah. yeah. He used to fight. Yeah. Like, as a sport, by the way. Oh, not yeah. Not just because he's, like, a shithead. Like, <laughs> I just want to clear that up. No, as a sport. As a sport, yeah. He used to get... It was MMA, so it was not my protected. My mom's been watching a shit ton of UFC and has been wanting me to, like, watch it with her. And I'm just like, this is cool. I feel bad for them. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I really want to do it, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, nerve I injury. I do too, but like, yeah. I just want to, I want to do, I want a goal like that that'll give me a self-defense that will make me feel more confident and like better about myself. But anyway, yeah. that's a whole other tangent. Um, So nerve injury is another thing. Post-traumatic seizure, ringing in the ears or sensitivity to sound. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, again, at this point, I could go on a whole rant about the NFL, um, but I'm really not trying to black out with rage again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but these kinds of injuries are very common in football and other related sports like yeah. hockey and, um, rugby, mm-hmm. lacrosse, all that kind of stuff. Um, and that's part of why we hear so many stories of domestic violence, yes, depression and assault. Uh, wrestling is another thing like WWE re- yeah. like wrestling and stuff too. There's that whole what whatever the fuck his name was who killed his wife and son and then killed himself and Oh god, yeah. Yeah, it was a I don't remember what that guy's name was. Chris something. Uh but he was a wrestler, his wife was a wrestler, they had a son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really really bad. Um and of course assault uh be it sexual or otherwise um of in a, about NFL players. Mhm perpetrated by nfl players i should say not with them as the victim oh yeah no um there are several studies that i have found that show brain scans of football players Mm -hmm. and their brains look like alzheimer's patients oh god they're like 40 years old and their brains are that of like 80 and 90 year olds it's really bad because of that repeated blunt force trauma of ramming your head into another person or taking hits yeah it's just constant, and there's nothing you can do. I just don't think there's anything they could ever do with a helmet. Yeah, no. That would ever fix that, and because it makes so much fucking money, mm-hmm. the the machine keeps turning, and we keep hurting people. Yep. It's you know what I'm saying. So like, that's part of why I just can't get into football with Josh. Like, I'm just I just get so upset <laughs> when I watch it. I'm just like, God, these fucking men are just destroying their bodies. Yep. Like, even guys, even teenagers, like, even oh, yeah. like, kids for that are playing. Sm- like, they have yeah. done this from people who have just played in high school, people who have just played for, like, a year. You still end up with brain damage of some sort. Yeah. It doesn't matter to varying degrees, but everyone who plays football ends up with brain damage. Yeah. One thing I will say for UFC is that Unless they have- Unless you've never taken a hit and you stood on the sidelines the whole time and never yeah. practiced. 
<laughs> one thing i will say for ufc is that they always have a doctor mm-hmm. on site and like there oh, was yeah. there was a I fight mean, they still have a doctor on site at the football games too but oh they do yeah dude like, i've never like and the games that i've been to i've never seen one. Oh yeah sports medicine mm. there's always somebody yeah but like there was a doctor that called off a fight after the third round and like the crowd started chanting bullshit bullshit mm. and i'm like no 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 that guy's like Mom going mentality. to die yeah 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 like chill the fuck out <laughs> yeah for real no and you know the thing with football though is that it's it's not always just one injury mm-hmm. it's the repeated yeah over and over and over and over again i mean you punch you punch your leg for long enough you're gonna end up with a bruise yeah even if you're being gentle you just you that repeated action over and over and over again you know yeah exactly and it hurts your neck which then fucks up other parts of your body because your spine can't communicate with your body because it's jammed and you know i mean especially like in high school and stuff when you're not if you're not taking good care of your body because maybe you you know for whatever circumstance you're also not as in tune with your body when you're in high school so you're going through so many other things that it's not high on your list and so and maybe maybe this new twinge is normal you don't know you know what i'm saying and Men are so, so constipated emotionally that they they don't know when to talk to their parents about stuff. Or they're afraid of looking wimpy. Yeah. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. and, oh, it hurt. And you're afraid of your dad saying, oh, what are you, a pussy? Yeah. What are you, gay? <laughs> <laughs> that's gay. <laughs> Stop, that's gay. <laughs> uh, but we're not talking about football. Yeah, no. We're steering clear of that dark hole, and we will save it. There, there was a story that I saw a couple of years ago, and this is not football related. Okay, but good. Like, I was going to say, are you fucking kidding me right now? No, <laughs> I just no. said we're not talking about football. You're going to tell me a football story. No, there was <laughs> there was a 16-year-old who had testicular cancer, and, like, his... um Didn't know, I'm, be- I'm guessing. Well, like, he saw that it looked weird down there, and, like, he had been feeling weird, but he... It was so embarrassing for him yeah. that he couldn't tell his mother, and he died. Within, That's like, two so months. sad. Yeah, and she was, like, like she became an advocate for, like, um... Like, sex te- ed and, like, sex actual, ed and teens. like, health class. Yeah, and, like, That being, tells you what to look for. Yeah, and, like, yeah. mother, like, getting to this point where kids can be open with their parents. Yes. Because she'd rather he- have that conversation. There than- was blood in my shit. Yeah. What's happening to me? Yeah. yeah. Like... Like, she'd rather have that conversation than have to pay for a funeral. Absolutely. Yeah, or Absolutely. have to like bury her son. I, that sounded really shallow, but like no, you know what I, know I mean. know what you meant. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you meant. Yeah. Okay, so let's steer back to our uh, favorite topic here. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so studies have shown that one in four serial killers have suffered a head trauma. Of course, they have. One in four. Yeah. And again, this is not to say that all people with head trauma go on to become serial killers or all people go on to be abusers. Because, of course, all of these symptoms I've just mentioned, it can be any combination of any one of them. Yep. It's not going to be all of them. You yeah, know what no. I'm saying? It can be one or both. It can be You're not just going one. to have every side effect of every medication No, you take. you're not going to have every side effect of every injury. It's yeah. just, it's all your own particular cocktail. Yep. Because so. everybody is different. Everybody is different and unique and special. Okay, so let's talk about some serial killers who have had head traumas. All of them. Real fast. No, not all of them. One in four. <laughs> I One was in just four. kidding. Just some heavy hitters. So, 
Uh, this is one that I actually had never heard of before, and I want to know more. So, uh, Glenn Edward Rogers, he was the cross-country killer. Ooh. As a toddler aged one to two years old, Rogers would sit and rock back and forth, continually banging his forehead against hard surfaces, oh. such as walls, doors, floors, and yet never once cried. Because he couldn't Because he had it no emotions or feeling. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. If I saw my kid doing that, I would immediately take him to the hospital and be like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'd be like, this one's broken. <laughs> I have the receipt. I need Can to I- exchange it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Richard Ramirez. Yeah. We know of Richard Ramirez. We all know Richard. <laughs> no, tricky dick. Tricky dick. Yep. <laughs> uh, the Night Stalker. Yep. The spawn of Satan himself. Yep. With teeth from the pits of hell. Uh, yeah. Age two, Ramirez sustained a significant injury to his head when a dresser fell on top of him. Oh, Jesus Causing Christ. a laceration which required 30 stitches when he was two. I'm That's surprised a big he fucking didn't cut. die. That's a big fucking cut. Yeah. I'm surprised um, he didn't die that yeah, young. For real. At age five, he was knocked out by a swing in the park. I totally wiped out on a swing when I was in the fifth but grade. But not by getting hit in the well, face. No, 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 no. Like, I... It hit him in the face so hard it knocked him out. Oh, my which God. Which probably makes me think that he was being a weirdo and someone was like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. And slammed a swing into his head. But I don't know. That's purely my own speculation and wishful thinking because he was a huge piece of shit. Yeah. Um, This head injury caused him to suffer from epileptic seizures, which remained until he was a teenager. Isn't oh that crazy? Oh, my God. Yeah. So, that's a deep injury oh and who knows how that manifested in his weirdness as an adult uh you ready for this one yeah john wayne gacy oh well the killer clown here we are pogo himself pennywise oh no 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 (laughs) no dude's way worse than pennywise (laughs) oh yes um aged six gacy was beaten unconscious by his father wielding a broomstick which we knew his dad was a huge piece of shit well yeah Um, but that doesn't give you an excuse to be a dick definitely not definitely not (laughs) Uh, oh i'm i wasn't like getting angry at you i was just saying like i know that's not an excuse (laughs) age 11 he was struck in the head with a swing again with the swing the fucking swing again you're a weirdo get away yeah I'm guessing is what happened. I, I mean, like, how hard how hard does a swing have to be hit? Like, yeah, hitting you. I like did a somersault in the swing and like landed on my back on the ground and like woke up a second later and everyone was surrounding me and just kind of looking at me and I was like, oh, this has been embarrassing. I, I got <laughs> up and walked inside. Just bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh god all right so um so he was struck in the head with a swing um which although it wasn't diagnosed until he was 16 it resulted in him suffering from blackouts oh which were exacerbated by his continue congenital heart arrhythmia i'm gonna be honest with you i haven't like I haven't heard much about his case in a very long time. I wonder if they tried to use that in his defense. Oh, probably. Yeah. He probably said, oh, I blacked out, but absolutely fucking not. And he played weird handcuff games with people. That's not in a blackout. Like, and you knew better. Yeah. (laughs) You obviously knew better. You hid bodies. His was, his was sociopathy 
uh, or psychopathy mixed with head trauma mixed with um, repressed homosexuality. Yeah. That was the perfect cocktail. Oh, yeah. It was real bad. Okay. Mitch with a little bit of pedophilia. Just a touch. Just go go to therapy. Just a touch. (laughs) For the love of God, go to therapy. This was the toxic masculinity case. Yep. Right there. Yep. To the max. Uh, His dad. And wasn't he like a Boy Scout leader, too, for... Oh, yeah. A scout leader. He was a scout leader. He was like a pillar in the community. And he also had like weird sex parties for his like friends in his basement. So he like held people's weird secrets. So no one wanted to say shit about him. That's the thing. I I, like the dude from the thing. From the thing. The 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 the, um fuck. What was the documentary you just watched? Oh, they told you not addi- to watch. <laughs> what was it? Addi- or abducted in abducted plain sight. Abducted in plain sight. Yeah, yeah, like that guy who like got the girl's dad to jack him off in the car and then fucked fucked her mom. Yeah, and then like held this shit over them so they couldn't. Yeah, they didn't feel like they could speak out because they were too afraid of being embarrassed because they were in such a tight knit Mormon community that they and were afraid of the sh- the shame that would come out. From the interview, it sounded like it wasn't just that one time that he jacked him off. It sounded no. like they entered into a real homosexual relationship. I don't know. I I don't know if it was full. That's what it sounded like. But I again, think that we, it might have been know. a heavy petting homosexual relationship. I don't yeah. know if it was fully like butt sex, mm-hmm. but yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, go watch that, guys. It's great. Yeah. Uh, oh, watch it with a friend, though. I, I recommend. Was, I was <laughs> crying so hard by the end. And I, like, yeah, I'm I glad just I watched so it un- with Tyler because yeah. I could talk it out with somebody. <laughs> but I felt so empowered at the end. Oh, I was, yeah. like, so proud of it that girl. I love that woman. Wonderfully. Yeah. Wonderful ending to yeah. a horrifying story. So and I love how she stood up to him. Oh, absolutely! In that trial. It was amazing. Absolutely, because he was a piece of shit. Yeah. All right. So next guy. Mm-hmm. This is another one that I didn't know about. Fred West. Ooh, haven't heard of him. The Gloucester. He's British. Okay. Oh well, that would probably be why. Because why would we learn about anything British in I the know, right? United States? British cases are fucked. They're so good. They're oh so my God. good. Yeah. Uh, the Gloucester Road Murders. I don't Ooh. know how to say that. Hang on, let me try it in a British accent. The Gloucester Road Murders. Nailed Is that it. better? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so at age seventeen, West suffered a fractured skull in a motorcycle accident. Motorbike. I'm sorry. It was a motorbike. Which left him unconscious for seven days. Jesus Christ. Two years later, at age 19, West groped a girl on a fire escape outside the Ledbury Youth Club. She punched him and he fell two floors. Fuck yes, queen. (laughs) Yes, I would punch him too. Shit. Both, yeah. (laughs) Both injuries. I'd kick him. Yeah. It would be all limbs. Yeah. Bam! She punched him, he fell off the fire escape and <laughs> fell two floors. Both of these injuries caused him to black out and frequently suffer from violent rages. Of Look course they're blaming it on the woman. No. <laughs> I'm just being silly. I know. <laughs> All right, here's one we've heard of. Are you ready? Uh-huh. David Berkowitz. Son of Sam. Yeah, okay, yeah. Berkowitz, yes. Yeah, Berkowitz. He's in season two of Mindhunter. <sighs> I need to- Dude looks just like him. It's nuts okay 
He was such a weird looking dude. (laughs) All right. So in 1960, six-year-old David Berkowitz ran into the road outside his childhood home and was struck by a car. Oh, my God. Suffered unspecified head injuries is what it says. (laughs) Although it is not known if this had any lasting effects. Um, oh, uh, well, I believe that it did. I, I think so. Uh, he's <laughs> we also, can safely say so. He's also a fucking lying piece of shit yeah. at the same time. So uh, a few months later, he ran into a wall. <laughs> Me as, on a daily. I, I mean, as one does. <laughs> yeah. And uh, again, he <laughs> suffered head injuries because he ran into a fucking wall. No, you didn't. Um, and aged eight, <laughs> he was hit on the head with a pipe. That I, I could see. Yeah. Probably because he was being weird. No, I'm totally <laughs> yeah. kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> that was probably an accident. Um, and received a four-inch gash. I don't know. He had a weird home life, too. So, I don't know. Maybe somebody hit him with a pipe. Did I tell you about my grandmother hitting my mom with a frying pan on no. accident? <laughs> no. My mom came around the corner and to ask her something. And my grandmother didn't realize she was there. And she pulled back with this iron skillet a cast actually iron skillet? yeah like cast oh, iron skillet shit. and hit her right in the head with it and whoa. she had a black eye yeah whoa all right this guy you've heard of i know yeah or at least i hope i, I hope you know i hope i know mm-hmm. uh, albert fish that that name sounds so familiar didn't he was a karen cannibal. do his yes karen did him yeah mm-hmm. i know exactly yes. who you're talking about and yeah. i think he was covered on the cannibal episode of Wine and Crime as well. Oh, okay. I can't remember which one of them did it. I, I know it was Karen oh, from MFM. Yeah. Because he, w- he was the pedophile. Too. Oh, yeah. He ate kids. Oh, yeah. He ate kids. He killed yeah. and ate kids. Yeah, he was a fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. And he also was like this weird 60-year-old dude that like people would just be like, yeah, babysit my kid. Yeah. What? No. If they've done him on Wine and Crime, I haven't gotten to that episode yet, but I thought that I... They did a cannibalism episode. They did, but I know that they did. Maybe Lucy just touched on him for a second. Yeah. I I think that that's it, because I remember they did the Catherine Mary Knight case, which is one that I want to do. Yeah. Um... They probably did two, like, out-of-the-box out, out of the box yeah, ones. Yeah, they did. Because they like to do yeah. that, which I love. So, yeah, yeah gals, love you. Okay, <laughs> uh, if you're listening. <laughs> um, My friend started listening to us, and he's like, I just got through the intro of one of your last episodes, and you all are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi, Sal. You're the best. We're funny. I mean, like, <laughs> I think we're funny, but Yeah, I do, whatever. too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's so nice to have validation. I guess they used to call him the werewolf of Wisteria. Ooh. I mean, that's kind of hilarious and yeah. cool, but no, he doesn't deserve a cool name. He's a huge piece of shit. So, no. um, at the age of seven years old, Fish fell from a cherry tree, <laughs> which caused severe head trauma. And it was because George Washington chopped it down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> exact injuries are unspecified. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, which caused him to suffer dizzy spells and severe headaches for the rest of his life. But I will say this right now. Uh, falling out of a tree does not make you want to eat and fuck kids. No. So, all right. The new guy, next guy. You've for sure heard of this guy, too. I know you have. Ed Gein. Yes. Absolutely, yes. yeah. Leatherface. Okay. Uh, the Plainfield Butcher. Yep. The Nipple Belt Guy. And God. The- Damn it. And the lampshade skin guy and the lips on the, uh, the lips for a blind pull. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he was fucked. I don't want to think about the nipple belt ever. <laughs> 
every time it's it the gets... most innocent thing of what no, he it's did not of what he did <laughs> let me what... finish the sentence for fuck's sake <laughs> of what he did maybe but so God. <laughs> you guys all know that this is the guy that uh buffalo bill was based on in silence of the lambs yeah. which i still have yet to watch but it's fine i need <laughs> we'll to watch, watch it movie. together We've gotta watch that yeah for real uh, so Gein came from an abusive family and would later claim, I honestly did not know that it wasn't a horror movie. I didn't know that it was a crim- a crime movie at all mm-hmm. for the longest time. I thought that it was like a legit horror movie. That's why I didn't watch it because I'm a mm-hmm. chicken. But now that I know it's a crime movie is for sure on my top list of things to watch next. So yeah. just in case anyone decides to be like rude. Um, <laughs> so Gein came from an abusive, very abusive family. I have heard that. Yeah. Very abusive. His mom was a huge piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Huge piece of shit. Didn't he like psycho her? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of people have drawn inspiration from Ed. <laughs> yeah. Ed's an inspiring guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> inspiring. So That's inspiring. The you're so inspiring. I'd like to thank Ed. He was my inspiration. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he had a violently alcoholic father and a ridiculously religious mother. Mm-hmm. Not a great combo. Nope. Uh, so his dad would beat him about the head so hard my ears would ring. That was a quote from him. Oh, my God. Not great. Uh, his mom was also weird about sex and all kinds of stuff. It's like a whole. Mm-hmm. He's a whole case. So, uh, what? I just remembered something I need to tell you later. Okay. Uh, Carlton Gary. Never heard of this guy. Never heard of him either. Carl, aged <laughs> eight. Good old Carl. Carl? Uh, he suffered from ill health owing to malnutrition, so I'm guessing he didn't have the greatest childhood. Uh, he was yeah. knocked unconscious in a playground accident, probably a swing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> although the exact, swings, the exact details are unspecific. Um, and then this is another guy. I feel like I know of this guy, but I don't remember the specifics. I feel like they've done this guy on MFM, but I can't, I can't remember. Um, the Moors murderer. Moor. Moors, like as in across the pond in yeah. the, on the Moors. So Do M-O-R-R-S. Have- Ian Brady is his name. Um. Do you have any information on what he did? No. Okay. This is just head injuries. I, okay. I don't know. Uh, at the age of 10, Brady was playing with a balloon in the kitchen when he slipped on spilled water as his adoptive mother was peeling potatoes and broke his leg. Although there is no reference to a head injury, his leg healed and wouldn't cause him any pain or injury. And it is uncertain whether this affected his personality. Uh, I mean, I'm guessing if you slipped and fell, you probably hit your head. Yeah, And if it was bad enough that you broke your leg, you probably hit your head. Yeah. But that's just one. And I'm guessing he was fucked because there's yeah. a whole link that says, read more about Ian Brady. Let's see. Hang on. Let me click it. I want to see a picture. I do too. Open link. Ian Brady and Myra Hindley. Hang on. Shh. Let me find it. Ian Brady dubbed the Moore's murderer. Ian Brady with his partner Myra Hindley would kidnap, rape, torture, and murder five young children. Age between 10 and 17 years old. Yes, I do know of this one. This is touched on in the book that I'm reading. The book that I'm reading is called Haunted by Kelly Armstrong. It is oh, absolutely fucking nice. phenomenal. Yeah. And it is based, or it all takes place in the afterlife. And the main character is a ghost. And she is tasked with tracking down a demi-demon who, is inha- who helps 
to she 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 possesses people but not like in the possessing possession of their body she like gets in their head and she gives them the confidence to carry out deeds Ooh. and she is she inhabits a lot of serial killers and a lot of the serial killer you get flashbacks of her past partners mm-hmm. and her pa- a lot of them are based on true serial killers oh my god and it's so fucking good i need to read that so good he's alien looking and you get to go to a haunted castle in scotland it's amazing so um yeah i got it now yeah he was scottish this is definitely from my book for sure that's the reason why i know this case his eyes are too far apart and hers are too close together yeah they're weird super weird we'll have to we'll have to revisit this one yeah but uh yeah oh that was oh yeah he's creepy mm-hmm. but yeah that is definitely a couple like the the uh the nicks is what they're called they're mm-hmm. uh nixon or whatever and she mm-hmm. she definitely was in the head of his partner because mm-hmm. there's a whole they don't use the name the same names yeah of course she doesn't use the same names but it's definitely inspired by mm-hmm. true crimes because the more i get into true crime i'm like oh this sounds familiar and now i'm listening to it again because mm-hmm. i always get in the mood for that book and yeah i'm revisiting everything and it's just it's it's a brilliant read i'm reading beautiful creatures now i finished everything everything nice. in a few days and now i'm on to beautiful creatures Very so. nice yeah. all right i got a couple more and then i'm done okay okay so uh gary heindick heidnick Heid Heid. i don't know heidnick I don't remember what he did either, but it, that name sounds familiar. Um, at age six, Heidnick fell out of a tree while playing, whilst, <laughs> whilst. whilst playing, and although his injuries are unspecified, the fall resulted in his skull being oddly shaped, for which he was mercilessly teased by other children. So teasing plus head injury, not great. Yeah, no, <laughs> uh, not great. So. <laughs> Charles Whitman, the Texas Tower Sniper. Haven't heard of him. Me neither, but that's pretty self-explanatory nickname. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although not it was injured in Texas, <laughs> yeah, we're not quite sure exactly what he did. Really? I feel like he was in a tower and he sniped people. I was being sarcastic <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> although not injured in an accident, Whitman, who murdered seventeen people and injured thirty-one in a Jesus shooting Christ. spree, yeah, he was a spree killer. Yeah. Uh, during his autopsy, he was found to have a pecan-sized tumor inside his brain. Ooh, not great. Not exactly an injury, but still, yeah, that's brain an abnormality. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this guy. Ooh. Oh, I do know this guy. They've definitely done this guy on MFM. Uh, Alexander P- Pashushkin. P- Pashushkin. He's he's Russian. Uh, the chessboard killer. Oh. Jo- Georgia has covered this on My Favorite Murder. Um, although initially he was a sociable child, Pashushkin's personality changed when he fell backwards off of a swing, which struck him in the forehead as it swung back. That's so he got a double dip. <laughs> that's four swings. It's a lot of swings. Yeah, a lot uh, of swinging. Lots of swings. Keep your kids away from swings. Uh, damaging his frontal cortex, which can produce poor impulse regulation and aggression. Not great. Uh, oh, wow. I still have a lot more. Wow. <laughs> uh, Robert Joe Long, the classified ad rapist. Oh. Again, pretty self-explanatory, though I yeah. have not heard of him. Suffered serious head injuries in his early years. Aged five, he was knocked unconscious as he fell from a swing. <laughs> 
God damn it. Five age, swings. Age six, he lost several teeth and suffered a concussion when he crashed his bicycle headfirst into a parked car. Oh, my God. Not great. This does sound familiar now. Um, age seven, he fell off of a pony and concussed his head and suffered from dizzy, fa- dizzy spells and nausea for weeks. So that's three for him. Wow. Peter Sutcliffe, the Yorkshire Ripper. Yorkshire. I've heard of that, yes. Yorkshire Ripper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sutcliffe was born five days premature and was starved of oxygen at birth. Not oh. good. Which resulted in him being incubated for the first ten days, fighting for his life. So his brain was a little oxygen starved. So, I mean, we just don't know what the far-reaching consequences is of that. Yeah. Which, I mean, I mean, my, my nephew was, was preemie and he's fine. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's just, there's so many things that can happen and we just don't know all of the things. Because the brain is magic still. Honest mm-hmm. to God, it's magic. It's science, but it's magic because we don't know. Yeah. It's so mysterious. Um, Arthur Shawcross, the gen... gen- yep. Gen- Genesee? Genesee. Genesee. N- not genocide. <laughs> no, the, no, the I Genesee- didn't say genocide. I, know. I said genocide. The Genesee <laughs> River Killer? Uh, Shawcross suffered two relatively serious head injuries during his early years. Age 16, he was hit in the head with a sports... A sports discus, so the disc that you throw in track or whatever. Yeah. That's not great. Those are super no. heavy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yikes. Surprised he survived that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, and at age, um, I would love to know if it was while the guy was spinning or when <laughs> it was let go and it fell on him. That's oh. what I would like to know. Yeah. yeah. Neither is great. Though the one with it it's still in the dude's hand is pretty hilarious. Uh, and at age 20, he fell off a ladder, hitting his head and concussing himself. Not Naturally. Great. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Just two more. Okay. okay. Henry <laughs> Lee Lucas, the highway stalker. That sounds super familiar. It I does. know that name. Yeah. Uh, Lucas claims to have re- received numerous head injuries between the ages of five and ten. Numerous. The most significant was when he was seven. His mother hit him across the back of the head using a two by four, a two by four block of wood. <laughs> Why? That's so awful! Oh my god! <laughs> I'm laughing because it's so horrible, <laughs> and we're so uncomfortable. I just can't. This is so uncomfortable. This injury resulted in a three day coma. Okay, so that's just that's Jesus not just your little shit. Get away from me. That that's, was like, I hate you. I hate you and want you dead. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. That's abuse. Okay, uh-huh. and caused significant damage to the prefrontal lobe of his brain. Not great. Oh, oh, and of course I'm gonna bring it home. <laughs> I'm gonna bring it home. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Dennis Raider. B. T. K. Naturally. <laughs> he was a huge fucking weirdo. Yep. By the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've seen season two of Mindhunter, you can see how fucking weird this motherfucker was. Yep. Whew. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. Uh-huh. Uh, God bless his poor wife. Uh, <laughs> in his recently released biography, Confession of a Serial Killer, he stated that as an infant, I really want to read it, but I also don't want to listen to him fucking talk. Yeah, and we don't want to give him royalties. So if you no, can- he can't make oh, money. Well, That's okay, illegal. Good. Son of Sam made that happen. He released a memoir based on it because he's full of shit mm-hmm. and made money. And then they made the law. You can't profit off your crimes. Good. So no, he won't get money. He just wants people to read his shit. Yep. Which is why I kind of don't want to read it, but I also want to know. But I also don't want to listen to his nonsense. Yeah. You see where I am with this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Someone else read it and tell me. 
that's where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he stated that as an infant, his mother had accidentally dropped him on his head and he had stopped breathing and had turned blue and she did not take him to the hospital. Oh, yikes. Also, how would he know that? Well, he was probably told like later a family member or something. Uh, yeah, I hope. Yeah. Because there's no way he could remember that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then uh, I'll finish with this last little tidbit. So interestingly, after Ted Bundy's execution, mm-hmm. his brain was removed during the autopsy Ooh. and was x-rayed, but showed no evidence of injury or abnormality. Oh, shit. <gasps> do, 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 shit and that's my that's my segment you did I almost so said that's good. my case <laughs> i didn't do a case you did Yay! so good i liked it wasn't a lot. that good yeah i loved it i think we got a lot of good discussion in there i too. think so too all right so let's get a refill and go pee and yeah. we're gonna dive into your part yeah does that work yes Sweet. i started looking at baby skunks because i was getting sad oh my god <laughs> My dead ass was just looking at pictures of baby skunks. I was it's still fine. listening, but I was sad. It's fine. I understand. I understand. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, are you ready? Yes, I'm excited. Lay it on me. All right. So, I decided to go with some survivor stories today because um, I think that those are just really uplifting. And I yeah. found some are really. Any of them funny? Yeah, they're fun. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I was like. Don't make me cry today. <laughs> um, they're just, they're so powerful. Yeah, that's and, Is the thing. And, and survivor um, stories always are. Yeah. So, um, there By was the way, we're talking about survivors of head injuries. Yes. <laughs> Not survivors of serial killers. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there was this great website that I found that is a really good resource for anyone that's had any kind of traumatic brain injury. Okay. And I am, like, it is going to be in our sources, so you can definitely go there, check it out, see other people that have been in this position, and also get in touch with people in your area that... Oh, yeah, like um, a support group like, kind of yeah, thing. Like, yeah, like find support groups. So there was this one that um, stood out to me a whole lot. His name is Willie Daniels. He has a YouTube channel. Oh, cool. Um, he... A lot of these people wrote a little thing. Um, he he wrote a tiny little thing and then linked to his YouTube video about oh, it. Oh, okay. Um, so I am going to link to that on our website as well. Um, but his name is Willie Daniels. And on January... or This is from him. All of these are basically... Or all of these are from the mouths of the survivors. Oh, okay, cool. So I, I'm not going to edit them in any way. I think it's really important to read them as yeah. they are. So... On January 31st, 2002, I was shot seven times. Four times to the head. Yeah. Four Four times in the head? Four times in the head and three to the body. What the fuck? Yeah. By friends. What? Yeah, they were his quote unquote friends. Okay, you said this is going to be funny. They're they're uplifting. Okay. They're uplifting, I promise. (laughs) Um, it doesn't feel like it. It's getting there. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the first sentence. Oh my god. How do you get shot four times in the head? That's a kill shot. The brain works in mysterious oh ways. Oh my god. He, he got shot in just the right way that it didn't kill him. 
He uh, he says, I was left for dead, lying alone for two days, bleeding to death. What? Then, yeah, two days. Then God sent an angel that found me. My recovery was difficult. Many people thought I wouldn't make it. I wanted to give up. I thought my mountain was too high to overcome. Then God spoke to me and said, I spared your life for a reason. Whoa. I then understood my mission was to spread my testimony to encourage other brain injury patients as well as gunshot victims through organizations like the Brain Injury Peer Visitor Association and Victims of Crime. To hear more concerning my remarkable recovery, tune into my YouTube page, Saints Keeping It Real. Whoa. And I started watching his video and I was going to cry, so I stopped. Um, But he is just so eloquent. And Are we allowed to play it? Like. I, I don't know how to play it and, like, my microphone pick it up is you, the thing. If you play it out loud in your speaker system, it should. Okay. The The thing is, when I plug my... I just my, don't want to... We're, we're citing him, obviously. Yeah. Like, we didn't do this, yeah. of course. The thing is, when I plug my microphone in, it turns off the volume on my computer. What? Yeah. Hang on. Er, we're going to figure this out. Yeah, how you doing? My name is Will. You know, I've come a long way. And I'm just here basically to give youth an opportunity to live with no type of problems and not have to go through what I've went through in life. Okay, I'm going to pause it for a second. I just want to say that this dude looks completely fucking normal. Yeah. He does not at all all look like he's been shot in the head four times no he has no fucking scars oh it'll show him here in a second or was it in the back of his head yeah okay like nothing is wrong with his face yeah nothing and like nothing i was a hundred percent picturing like his face to be fucked yeah when you said four gunshot wounds to the head yeah like oh fuck so he was shot like execution style yeah and isn't he, like, doesn't he have, like, the most eloquent speech? Well, I don't know yet. Like, it's only been two seconds. Yeah. So, hang on. I'm, I'm here to make a difference. I want you to know that. Okay, he does have some tics. Yeah. He has some tics, and he has a very vacant expression in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it's not like he's not... It's not... It's, it's not like he's not been affected. Yeah, it's it's yeah. clear that he has been affected. Like, mm-hmm. let's make that clear. Yeah. But, yeah, like, he for sure is... I mean... For someone to have been shot in the head four times. Yeah. Are easy to, to go through, but hard to come out of. I'm a gunshot victim. I was shot seven times. Four times in the head and the rest of my body, and I survived. And this happened to me by people that I thought were friends. But I want you to know there are not people that you can call friends in the world today. If it's not your mother and your father and your family, you don't have any friends. That I don't agree with him on, but I, I get it. had a hard time getting back on my feet today. I was in a coma. 
He's having a hard time getting words out. Mm -hmm. Basically, had to start over and learn how to do everything all over again. Had to learn how to walk again. Had to learn how to talk again. And I had to even learn how to, how to basically do something as petty as tying your shoes all over again. Mm -hmm. Didn't even know who my mother was. Mm -hmm. Can you believe that? Yeah, you got shot four times in the head, honey. So when you <laughs> talk about somebody as your homie, and this is your girl, and this is your boy, I want you to think about me when you... When you say those things, you gotta you gotta watch your association these days, and watch who you are calling your homie or your girl. <laughs> because if it's not God, you don't have no friends. Okay, we're going to stop it because he's having a really, it's just, there's a lot of pauses because he he's having a really hard time finding his words, Yeah, which is fine. We're going to link the video to to it if mm -hmm. you, for you guys. Uh, clearly, he has a lot of very serious PTSD. Yeah. Uh, because he clearly doesn't trust anyone yeah. anymore, mm -hmm. which is really, really sad and also understandable. Like, yeah. let me tell you that. But, I mean, clearly he has some trust issues now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I would too. Uh, like yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But, oh man but yeah his that was just but you can definitely see like he he clicks his teeth mm -hmm. when he's he's he searches he, he's trying to find the words he's wanting to say and he like he he, he flips his tongue he clicks his tongue around mm -hmm. in his mouth yeah like like whips his tongue back and forth and then he'll like open and close his mouth because he's and he he's he's trying to find words yeah because his thought process has been interrupted mm -hmm. i had a friend that one of my one of the people i went to high school with had a was in a car accident very soon after we graduated and had this kind of a situation afterwards oh my God. where he had to relearn how to do everything Oh my god! It was a DUI situation too. I'm pretty sure he was drunk, and it was, or it was in the wee hours of the morning, mm -hmm. like five in the morning or something. He was driving home, mm -hmm. and yeah, it was really bad. Wow. Yeah, and really sad. But I mean, I just for someone that's been shot in the head four times, he was he, fairly eloquent. eloquent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you wouldn't expect anyone to be alive after four. Yeah, shots no. to the head. So <laughs> for a dead guy, yeah, he's very <laughs> eloquent. <Yeah. laughs> for somebody who should be dead. Yeah. Um, so then I saw this and, one. I mean, I just want to say this. I disagree that you can't trust anyone except God. That's I do clearly too. not true. He clearly yeah. has some serious issues and needs to get some therapy. But understandably so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Understandably so if you're betrayed by everyone you thought you knew. Yeah. So um, so then I saw this other article. Um, it's from Writing for Heroes on Medium.com. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a good website. Yeah. Uh, this is Watch, called... We're going to find out later that it's all bullshit or something like that. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is called The Peak of Potential. Um, and they don't give an official author, but this will be linked. Yeah, a lot of their episode, a lot of their articles are anonymous, Yeah, actually. So, if you had a second chance at life, what would you do with it? Oh, damn. 
Don't if, ask me that this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what we're talking about this week. Um, if you're Randy Davis, a former Army reservist and traumatic brain injury survivor, you might look to scale the 14,115-foot Pikes Peak with a fellow veteran. I absolutely would not do that. <laughs> no. I guarantee you I would not do that. No. But I, that's impressive. I would spend my time being safe <laughs> and alive. <laughs> and yes. not risking the chance that I had been given. <laughs> oh, my God. He was like, I have a new lease on life. I'm going to jump out of a plane. Like, <laughs> what? No. Well, I would do why stuff I was scared of. Why ask for Final Destination to happen to you? <laughs> oh, God, no. Um, D- I'm not going in a tanning bed. <laughs> I'm not driving. Nope. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Davis has accomplished this task twice. Demonstrating. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> what? Uh, d- <laughs> demonstrating that soldiers are defined by their characters, not their wounds. Uh-huh. But unlike that fellow soldier, Davis's second chance came three decades ago, long before he put on his uniform. Oh, dang. Davis spent most of his youth in rural Virginia, where he learned to shoot and hunt at an early age. He dreamt of one day starting a military career. In 1984, as a high school junior, he moved to San Diego, California, where he quickly missed the thrill of roaming the woods, rifle in hand, until one fateful day. He and several new schoolmates went to a canyon area where they spent the day target shooting until sunset. Mm. After calling it a night, Davis wanted to enjoy the wooded night air and went for a short hike. Davis was climbing out of the canyon at the moment one of his friends fired a twenty-two caliber rifle several times. What? Mm-hmm. Wait, how old were they? Uh, they were juniors in high school. So, like, 16, 17. And oh they were out, like, God. doing target practice. Um, and someone just decided to shoot randomly a bunch of times? No, like, they... Or they shot him. Give me just a second oh, to get Jesus, there. Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> um, like, they were target shooting. And mm-hmm. he yeah, and he had I decided... Okay. He had decided to call in a night early. They were still going. Okay. And it missed the target. I heard the gunshot in a fraction missed of a... Missed the target or missed the target? <laughs> this was not on purpose. <laughs> okay. This was an accident. Okay. Yeah, it was an accident. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> did he miss the target or did he miss the target? <laughs> no, it was 100% an accident. I don't know what happened. I missed the target. <laughs> <laughs> Shifty eyes. (laughs) Um, I heard the gunshot, and a fraction of a second later, my head snapped back. The pain was excruciating. Oh, fuck! Yeah, and I tumbled over an embankment. I was howling in pain as I cradled my broken face, feeling blood pouring between my fingers. Fuck me! What? Mm hmm. The first. As I cradled my broken face? So he was very aware of what was happening. Um, Suddenly. Or the I'm first, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go outside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first bullet entered one fourth of an inch from the right corner of his right eye. Oh my god! Burrowing through bone, tissue, and brain matter, it came to rest in the right Blech. temporal brain lobe of matter. It's <laughs> revolting. Yeah, <laughs> it came to rest in the right temporal lobe of his brain. A second bullet grazed the left side of his head. 
Suddenly, I find myself in the back of a pickup, one arm wrapped around the roll bar and the other hand held against my gushing head wound. I had a moment of clarity going through the first aid stuff I've learned over my short 16 years. I realized I needed a bandage to control the external bleeding and pulled an old handkerchief from my back pocket. I staggered into the trauma center at uh, Palomar Memorial Hospital, fully conscious, covered in mud and blood with a bullet in my brain, but alive. Oh. My. God. Yeah. Davis had stopped the external bleeding, but was still bleeding inside the skull, intracranial, which puts pressure on the brain with nowhere for fluids to go. Emergency brain surgery was performed to remove the bullet and damaged brain matter. He had a depressed skull fracture from the impact of the bullet and now has a large dent and a question mark shaped scar on the right side of his head from surgery. I mean, that's kind of cool, though. Yeah. A question mark shape on your head? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I mean, no, it's not cool, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like having a lightning scar on your head, man. Yeah. A question mark on your head? It's <laughs> so funny. It's so fitting. It's very cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, The psychological and emotional aftermath of the incident would consume many years of his post-injury existence. When he turned 18, Davis visited army recruiters, still wishing to fulfill his desire to serve his country. After telling the recruiters about his shooting, he was told, you can't even be drafted. So Davis wandered. Yeah. What? Yeah. So Davis wandered, lost for years, not being able to do what he wanted to do since he was a child. He worked many dead-end jobs. That Wait, okay, why Why did they say? Did they give him a reason? Mm-mm. Uh, just after he told them about the shooting, they were like, you can't even be drafted. I mean, kind of fair, though, because mm-hmm. I'm sure he has PTSD from the situation, and you yeah. can't... Well, he's I also, mean, like, lost brain matter, yeah, and, like, like yeah. Y- you can't send someone into a combat situation like that, and mm-hmm. then them clam up all of a sudden in a panic attack and in the middle of combat, to yeah. be fair. Mm-hmm. But there are plenty of non-combative jobs in the military. Yeah, exactly. Is, is the thing. You, exactly. You, you can work in other branches where you're not on the front lines mm-hmm. and still have a military career. Yeah. So that's kind of not cool. Yeah. There's plenty of other jobs. Exactly. But he does get one. It's just Oh good Yeah, okay. yeah I'm getting Sorry. to it. Um so Davis wandered, lost for years, not being able to do what he wanted Poor to man. do since he was a child. I know. Maybe. He oh worked my goodness. Yeah. He worked many dead end jobs over the years, still dealing with PTSD until he found the National Head Injury Foundation, now the Brain Injury Association of America, and found people who understood TBI. With proper therapy and resources, Davis moved forward in life and received an associate's degree with the, in the administration of justice with honors. He took a security position at a factory in Richmond, Virginia. He then pursued a career in law enforcement, seeing it as a way to still serve his country. This was several years after the shooting and his relentless pursuit of normalcy. Uh, he had to teach his brain how to work harder. He also learned that sometimes you have to fail to move forward in recovery. He spent almost 10 years actively wearing a law enforcement uniform of some kind, both in Virginia and Colorado. But it wasn't enough, and Randy wouldn't stop until he finished something he'd started years before. In 2005, Randy's perseverance resulted in being accepted for enlistment into the U.S. Army Reserves. Oh, yay! <sighs> yeah. I was 16 years old when I got shot. Then 20 years later, I'm shipping off for basic training. Good for him. That's I know. awesome. Yeah. Looking- Get it, buddy. 
<laughs> and there's a picture you of him. You get your question mark scar and you get in there. Yes. <laughs> and, and like what did he end up doing? Um, with the job he get looking for a change she opted to become a heavy equipment operator and attended okay. basic training at fort leonard wood um mo which is missouri mm-hmm. yeah uh randy drove trucks and heavy I'm equipment to think what montana is ma no i think it's, it's Massachusetts. i think you're right Fuck, I don't... Oh, there's so many states that start with an M. Yeah. Like, it's... <laughs> it's stupid. It's so hard. Yeah. Let's look it up. <laughs> um, He drove trucks and heavy equipment and managed to complete eight years what of service. What was it? M.O.? M.O., yeah. Guess what the first suggestion was that popped up under... When I typed in M.O. Missouri? Montana? No. It completes a word. Yeah. Mothman. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Just to let you know what's going on at my house. <laughs> um, oh, or M.O. as in, like, your M.O. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, Missouri. Okay. Um, well, the eight trillion times I had to take the test on where the states were actually <laughs> went well for me. Um, I, I was doing so badly at that. My teacher had to pull me aside and like have me sit with her at my desk. I know at her all desk. the states. Like, let's yeah. just be clear here. Mm-hmm. I know what all the states are. Uh huh. The abbreviations are hard. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them don't totally make sense. Yeah. Like, I would rearrange them if it was me. Yeah. To make it make sense for the but way they my didn't brain ask our works. Opinion. Yeah, they didn't ask our opinion when they made that official. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry. I'm using our I'm using our thing as a as a footrest and uh, it has wheels. <laughs> and it just knocked into our computers. <laughs> um I'm sorry. <laughs> I was scratching my foot. That's what happened mm-hmm. just now. Ooh, what the fuck is on my All right. So he drove trucks and heavy equipment and managed to complete eight years of service without being shot again. I have to look at each day as a grace from God. Every day I'm still here. I've been given a second chance at life. Now honorably discharged, Davis works in industrial security in northern Colorado, but continues to look for ways to pay forward his recovery by generating awareness through events like the Pikes Peak Challenge. The incidents and statistics of TBI are staggering, yet public awareness is virtually nil. He says, don't let anyone tell you that you can't do something. It just takes time and hard work. Never quit. Absolutely. Yeah. He's making me feel like a big old piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't. But just like that's that was so inspiring to me. Like there was a motivational poster that my ex had like as his background on his computer. It was some Mm -hmm. dude with no arms and no legs and he was still lifting weights and it was wow. And it said, what's your excuse? And I was like, well, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Depression. Is that a good excuse? (laughs) (laughs) Is that good enough for you? Jesus. (laughs) I think about that all the time and I'm like, oh my God, I just beat myself with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, God. I hear that, and I'm just like, wow, I should get on an elliptical. Yeah. (laughs) Same. Damn. (laughs) So, I um, should get my PI license, I guess. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) So, I've had two male recovery stories, and I wanted to do two female ones. Yay! So, this is... Yes. Equality! Yes. (laughs) 
e- we're equal here yes at talk crooked um <laughs> <laughs> so this is i want one of those bumper stickers yes me it's too it's just the equal sign uh i used to have one on my car that got totaled oh yeah that's right i got it at pride um all right so we're gonna make that happen too yes so oh. <laughs> this is by um tammy diaz so much carbonation today I'm like <laughs> 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 over here <laughs> I had to take a gas X before this because I didn't want to fart on the. <laughs> I didn't want to fart while, <laughs> while we're recording, recording again. <laughs> that I was blasted funny. One, I blasted one out earlier and you didn't hear it, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> it was really loud and you didn't react, so. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I did not notice at all. <laughs> oh, good. I'm so glad. Because sometimes I I do it and then I like wiggle so it sounds like oh so it's like oh it was just the furniture like <laughs> I'm just like oh I'm in front of people <laughs> I wiggle 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 I... my chair creaked of course I farted at work in front of the new guy ah! yeah it was great was it really loud no it wasn't like. I was able to cover it with a clap because I was clapping anyway. And it just kind of... <laughs> it just kind of slipped. Mine don't usually smell. They're just loud. <laughs> Same. I scared... Well, I told you about the time I scared Stevie. Yes! My mom was like, was that thunder? <laughs> and I was like, nope. <laughs> Twas me. Oh, it was me. <laughs> so funny all right so this is called life is gay life is a gift <laughs> life is what he <laughs> said life is gay <laughs> and life i was like gay. yes and <laughs> <laughs> um this is life is a gift by mm. tammy diaz it is it is tis <laughs> tis tis <laughs> uh and again this is her word so i is tammy <laughs> all right that was grammatically it, correct Tammy. um <laughs> i am so thankful to be alive it has been nearly 20 years since my accident as my anniversary approaches i would like to express my sincere thanks to my family and friends for all of their love and support throughout my journey i have been blessed beyond measure on january 27th 1995 i was crossing the street and was struck by a car on 3300 south 300 east which resulted in a traumatic brain injury and pelvic fracture it was a real challenge to relearn how to feed myself dress myself and walk without assistance i was in the hospital for five weeks and underwent speech and physical therapy for six months damn yeah i had to retrain my brain to perform simple tasks such as word puzzles sewing needlepoint with plastic canvas Dude, so and many other things. Hard. They keep giving yeah. my grandma that like those tasks to do uh-huh. because she has something. Yeah. It's not dementia, it's not Alzheimer's, it's something in between. I have a theory, but it's 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 many faceted and layered. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she like won't do the things though. Like oh. it because it's hard and mm-hmm. she's frustrated. And yeah. she's not herself anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so like we got her a puzzle and she just she she couldn't granted it was a really hard puzzle so mm-hmm. like 
sorry, mom, love you, but that was a bad choice. (laughs) (laughs) We were all struggling with it. Yeah. And she was having a really hard, like, I would say, like, I need a yellow piece and she'd hand me a brown one. Oh. That kind of thing. So it was really, really hard for her. But, like, she won't do it. Like, she won't stay home alone without grandpa. She won't do a Sudoku puzzle. She Mm -hmm. won't do the things. And it's... Because it's fucking hard. Like, you hear these inspiring stories and, like, you're just like, oh, yeah, well, like, that's what you do in order to then continue functioning. But it's, like... It's, it's so hard. so fucking hard. Yeah. You're rerouting pathways in your brain. Mm-hmm. Imagine and how hard it is. And it takes a lot of work. Yeah, like, imagine how hard it is for you to, like, pick up a new habit. Yeah. Like... For people who don't wash their face twice a day, how hard is it for you to then implement that into your life? Yeah. How hard is it for you to remember to make your lunch the night before? Mm-hmm. For me, that's my struggle. Yeah. Forever. How hard is it for you to make sure everything's prepped before you go to bed because you're so tired, you just want to fall asleep because you were watching The Office for too long? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Or you stayed up watching whatever new thing you're watching or mm-hmm. whatever you're doing. You get... I get so sucked into whatever I'm doing that I'm just like, oh, fuck, it's 1030. I should go to bed. Yeah. And then it's like, well, I guess I'm not having a smoothie in the morning like I should. I'll get a sausage biscuit. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. I should set my clothes out at night. I don't do it. Yep. But it's with walking. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And and speaking and all the things that you are, it's so easy to learn to do when you're a child because you're a sponge. Yeah. When you're an adult, it's so much harder to learn how to do those things again. Like, this is monumental. Mm-hmm. There are so many people that don't overcome that. They have these types of injuries and they can't overcome that. Mm-hmm. And they're just permanently, irreversibly disabled. Yeah. and Because of it. And Which is still like, that's fine. valid. That's, that's they're they are valid people. Like that yeah. is a thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's just we hear these stories and you're just like, yeah, well, that's the next step. And it's like I don't feel like we always appreciate that that is an Everest. Yes, for these people, Th- that is an actual mountain that is hard to move, especially so without support. Hard to get over. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're always relearning and still developing. Yeah. It's a continuous new lifestyle that you're in of Mm -hmm. learning the new habits and learning the new things to help yourself and learning new routines to put in and putting new boundaries and new habits in place for yourself to help you continue to function if you want to if you want to function independently. Exactly. It's really, really difficult. It's relearning how to live your life. A hundred percent. And you your life is completely different. You're on a new planet. Yeah. Function. <laughs> and, and like a lot of these people are over 20 years old. Oh, for by, sure. By the time you've hit 20 years old, you've had all these life lessons and you think that you've got it figured out. And then some shit like this happens to you and you have to do that all again. And then you're two years old again. Yeah. And you have to figure shit out again. Yeah. yeah. It's really fucking hard. Yeah. And I, I will say real quick, a lot of these are talking about God. When I say God, I mean... Whatever it is, whatever that faith you, you put, whatever yeah. you put your faith in, mm-hmm. all all of these people are most likely talking about the Christian God, but mm-hmm. that's just whatever. It's what it's whatever it is. We're not that preaching you, at you. This yeah. is just what got these people through it, and faith in whatever you believe in is what will get you through it. Mm-hmm. Whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. It's still fun. 
It's, I still find it hard to believe that I am now a disabled person. For about a year, I was extremely depressed. All I would do was eat and sleep, and I gained 70 pounds. When I was having a good day, I would have a tendency to overexert and make myself ill for days, like having a bad dose of the flu. Life is more challenging now, and I cannot do as much as I used to do. I've learned to pace myself, which we all need to learn to do. Mm -hmm. There are times when I still overdo it and end up sick the next day. But instead of staying in bed, I get up, shower, and dive into one of my hobbies, which has proved to be very therapeutic. Yes. Over time, my hobbies have helped me improve my motor skills and speed and even reduce the amount of medication I take. Oh, yeah, because you develop your fine motor skills and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Important for all of us, really, because Mm -hmm. you lose those. (laughs) Yeah. The older you get, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, In celebration, I'm rebuilding my life. I joined Vasa Fitness. I don't know where that is. Yeah. um, To get back into shape. Yeah. Yeah. To get back into shape, and I've already lost 25 pounds. I'm taking computer classes and learning how to start my own business, Tammy's Custom Jewelry and Gifts, through vocational rehabilitation. Nice. Right. I'm spending more time with my lovely granddaughter and friends. I'm no longer angry. I do not blame God or feel sorry for myself. I try to stay positive. A person's life doesn't have to end just because they're disabled. And that's one of those things where people, you want to blame something. Mm -hmm. The universe, fate, destiny. Why has this happened? You you always, you want to exteriorly blame things. Mm Mm-hmm. It, why has this happened to me always is a big is a big question yeah so i just wanted to clarify that real fast like yeah. it doesn't have to just be god that you're blaming it's yeah no it can be anything anything and like i i've found myself doing this a lot for a long yeah. time and like these stories are like helping like yeah. it's just it's been so uplifting for me which is why i wanted to share Aww, them yay. um yeah I've, they're good yeah i ever see soul surfer no oh it's so good it's not gory if that's what you're worried about is it about. cheesy though oh no okay okay good Kaylin, I, it's I'm, me oh well i, I know I've just, i would never recommend a cheesy christmas christian movie okay ever okay that's just that's one thing i was worried about and that's I why have i did if you want to borrow it it's okay. really good okay it's really really good i that's the reason I like it is because it's a real one. Okay. It's gritty. Okay, good. It's gritty. And it's what's-her-face. Uh, I can't remember her name. Anna. Anna something. Annalise? Something. Something. Whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. Cole is her last <laughs> name. She's Anna, amazing. Anna Sophia. Anna no. Sophia Rubb. Okay, yes. Yeah. Anna Sophia Rubb and okay. Dennis Quaid. Okay, yeah. Dennis Quaid is her dad, of I'll course. watch it, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. I it makes me cry every time I watch it. <laughs> I had a friend in middle school, and she she's not really a friend now, but um, she you was, knew a person she, in middle school. She yeah, she <laughs> was more of an acquaintance. We went trick or treating together one year, and she dressed up as the girl from Soul Surfer and pretended to not have an arm, and it was real fucked um, up. That's in <laughs> poor taste. Yeah, it was real fucked up, and so. <laughs> I, I think that's also part of why I just kind of separated myself yeah, I was from the say, whole that's story. Upsetting. I'm <laughs> I'm a little pissed. Yeah, <laughs> I just separated myself from the whole story, and I was just like, nope, no, that movie's awesome. Like, not gonna, yeah, that movie's awesome. Yeah, yep. I'll I'll watch it since you recommended it. I yeah. was just, uh, I just, I get it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> 
fantastic. It got me through a thing. Oh, so good. yeah, um, yeah, I love Dennis Quaid. So I'll oh watch god, it. Yeah. yes, he's so good. He was in The Intruder recently, which was an amazing movie. It was a turn for him. Yeah, wasn't it? Well, yeah, and also like it. It started out. I was like, please don't tell me they're playing on the Parent Trap because like it was a house. <laughs> It, it was Don't a house. ruin the parent trap for me. <laughs> it was a house in Napa that he took care <gasps> of by himself with his wife and his two children. What? Yeah. Were they twins? They they weren't. That oh, was the damn only, it. That was the thing okay. that ruined it for me. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> I love the parent trap so much. Also, they're redoing that for Disney Plus and I've pre-ordered it. So Sweet. I will let you know what the username and password is and when you can start. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. And I think that's going to be on there. Plus, they're remaking it for Disney Plus. So, I want to watch the new one, too. Just because I'm interested. Um, Okay. So. I mean, like, I'm open to it. But. But the original. That one with Lindsay Lohan and Dennis Quaid. Yeah. (laughs) The second remake. Yeah. That's not the original. (laughs) That's why I caught myself. The Lindsay Lohan one. (laughs) Lindsay Lohan one. Yeah. That was amazing. They're both very good. All of them are good. Yeah. I am no longer angry. I do not blame God or feel sorry for myself. I try to stay positive. I've read that. Yes. Um, I've grown to appreciate life more, especially the small things. You see, things happen for a reason, and I will try to make the yes. most of the hand I've been dealt. There but for the grace of God go I. Life is a gift. Aw, that's yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. So everything happens for a reason gets me through things a lot. Yes. Yeah. So, um, this last one, it has been covered on My Favorite Murder. It oh, was, really? Yeah. It was an, <clears throat> that's where I heard of it. Uh, it's an I Survived story that Karen did. Okay. Um, so, it's on the show I Survived, too, then? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Which one is this? Oh, boy. This so, is the Hammer one, isn't it? Yes. Wait a second. <sighs> It's another uplifting one. Is it a hammer with a knife? Fuck! Ah! <laughs> uh, it's such a good story, but I hate it. <laughs> so this I is. I hate it. <laughs> this is okay. from F three magazine, which is Freedom from Fear magazine. Uh-huh. Bet it is. <laughs> uh, the, it's called Victims of Crime Meeting with the Killer. Do you know what episode this is? No, I do not. I Damn. did, and I forgot. Damn. Okay. Um, Just to set this up, there's an excellent My Favorite Murder episode about this show. I think it's, show, it's about in the 70s. Case. It's in the 70s. Yeah, it's an early episode for sure. Yeah. It's an early episode, and it's an I Survive, and Karen does a beautiful job telling the story as well. So if you want yeah. more in-depth, like an actual deep dive on it, mm-hmm. I mean, as deep as MFM goes, <laughs> yeah. but an actual like full half of an episode dedicated to this story, mm-hmm. Karen does a beautiful job telling the story, so definitely go check them out as well if you're interested. Yes, I'm just doing shallow dives. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, of yeah. course. I just wanted to fully plug them. I didn't want to... Oh, yeah. No, you're good. Um, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was just I don't want anyone to think that we're stealing. So yeah, like... no, no, no. So... Um, I mean, it's 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 common, you know. Yeah. It, it's public domain knowledge, but yeah. still. <laughs> so, um, this woman became an advocate, mm-hmm. and the, the whole first... I'm gonna down my drink. Hang on, (laughs) (laughs) this 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 shit's intense. Yeah. Mm. (sighs) All right. All right. Let's go. So, 
the the whole first part of this article is just explaining all the awards she's had and a brief overview mm-hmm. of what happened. All right, let's um, hear it. What did she win? Say, list it. Oh, there's it there's so time? many. Oh, okay, never mind. So fucking many. I, I like. I'm not gonna go through it. I am gonna link to this so you can go back and read it if you guys like. She's a fucking superstar. Oh yeah. <laughs> she's she's fucking amazing. She's a superhero, you guys. Yeah. So. This person did an interview with her. Okay. And again, oh this God, these are out of yeah, these to are be out in the of the presence of this incredible person yeah. would be would be amazing. Insane. So and so surreal and I'm sure she's super real and cool, but Oh yeah. So I'm just kind of picking and choosing the okay, questions yeah. and answers here. Um I'm just kind of pulling the most important ones. So the first question that she asked was by way of introduction, could you provide a brief overview of your experience as a victim of violent crime? We sh- we mean survivor. Uh what did you endure? Yeah, survivor of violent yeah. crime. So answer. In 1986, an 18-year-old male broke into my home and spent the night in my attic. Ah! Uh-huh. This links back to last week. Yes. Oh my god. My crooked news links uh, back to last week too. Fuck. <laughs> my butt is so tight. <laughs> the it next- is so clenched. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. The next morning, he surprised me in my bathroom as I was walking from my shower <gasps> to the closet to get a robe. I hate it. He was. I hate it. <laughs> this part's kind of funny. <laughs> Uh, he was dressed in a ninja suit. Yes, he was! Because of course he fucking was. he was crazy. Yeah. And every part of his body was, was covered, except for the eyes. He was 100% white, though. Wasn't he? Or was he Mexican? That was I don't a know. different one. That was someone's fake story. Never mind. Yeah. Someone gave a fake story about a Mexican ninja. And it was because he I was I remember high. that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a whole thing. <laughs> He had mad cow disease. <laughs> it's for real. His mom gave him mad cow disease. She had it too. Of course. He yeah. She gave him mad cow disease and then he murdered her with weights in his from his room. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then, I remember yes, that. Yes. And then Shit. told the police that a Mexican ninja <laughs> A Mexican ninja. A Mexican ninja spared his life. <laughs> but bludgeoned his mother. And then locked all of their like ten Dobermans. Not Dobermans. Ten German Shepherds in his room. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. Oh, my God. I didn't remember that fucking part. They were um, alive. But, yeah. yeah. It was a hoarder house, too. Oh, yeah. It was, like, yeah. filled with garbage and shit. Because they were crazy. They were insane. Yeah. Because they were taking some weird treatment that gave them mad cow disease. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, it was. I remember it was that the one. Old Hollywood it's been a long time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. Oh, excuse me. Um, okay. I think one of them did Lana Turner on that episode. And then the other story was that one. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. <laughs> Guys, there are so many good podcasts. You can just never oh, get enough. Oh, God. You just can't get enough. No. On the days that we're not <laughs> giving you new episodes, <laughs> travel around. Yeah. <laughs> listen to us first. Always listen to us first, though. Yeah. <laughs> For the love of God. <laughs> give us the Give us the plays. Yeah. Um, we've hit over a thousand. I know. Just since we transferred to Anchor, so yeah, two thousand now. Yeah, we're at two thousand. I told my mom that, and she was like, "Oh my god!" Ah. (laughs) I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Imagine if we would advertise. (laughs) God, (laughs) if I would get off my ass, it's fine. (laughs) Just continue. It's fine. We've both been crazy busy. It's been insane. Yeah, Yeah. I just keep telling myself like, 
once we get through the holidays, we're going to be able to. And we're also both broke. Well, <laughs> I'm not broke. I, I'm just trying to buy a house. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay. <laughs> so back to this horrible story. Um, <laughs> he was dressed in a ninja suit and every part of his body was covered except for his eyes. And his right hand held up high over his head was the biggest knife I'd ever seen. <laughs> Sorry. That's not funny. It's terrifying. Yeah. I just. <laughs> she tells the story very well. <laughs> the biggest knife I've ever seen. <laughs> um, during the next two hours, I was raped, stabbed four times, once in the chest, twice oh in the back God. of my neck, and he hammered a knife in my head. In between the stabbings, he beat me in the head with a hammer and left me for dead on the floor of my bathroom. I didn't know how many times he hit me with that hammer, but the plastic surgeon who put my head back together said that I had eight to ten areas of impact and it took hundreds and hundreds of stitches to close the wounds. Nope. Eventually, I dragged myself through my home to get to a phone and call my mother. Put my head back together? Yeah. Fuck! She... She is a badass motherfucker. She is a badass motherfucker, but my God! Yeah. Nope. Nope. So she... Oh, it just makes me think of pulp, and I just... Um, I just can't. Eventually, I dragged myself through my home to get to a phone and call my mother. My mom and dad came, and so did the police and the ambulance. They arrested my offender at a bank trying to cash a check he forced me to write. As for me, I was hideous, unrecognizable to my own family, and in total denial about having been raped. Honey. I know. It was just too much violence to comprehend. I have been ripped inside out in every way possible. Physically, spiritually, sexually, and emotionally. Did hammer a knife into her head? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. sorry. I've, like, blocked it. Oh, it's okay. Um, let's see. I didn't know how I could ever recover from such violence, and I cried for many, many months. Um, however, I wanted to heal, so I reached out for help. Luckily for me, within my reach were my faith, other crime victims, or survivors, survivors, and counseling. Sorry, I'm just, I'm reading Therapy this. for the win. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading this word for word. And yeah, no, you're good. Victims. It's, um, it's a new term that yeah. we're... Trying to hammer home. <laughs> We're trying to hammer home. That's oh, a terrible I didn't mean pun. to do that. I'm so terrible sorry. pun. It was beautiful. I'm <laughs> I loved so it. sorry. I, lo- I loved it. <laughs> I'm glad that you did. I loved it because I am dark and twisty. <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't mean to be dark and twisty. But here we are. Um, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it took time, but eventually I began to look at my life and set goals for myself. Nice. My yes. very yes. Goal setting. Mm-hmm. Hashtag goals. <laughs> my very first goal was to release all of the rage and anger I held inside my heart. Oh, honey. I knew I couldn't be the kind of mother, daughter, or community member unless I let it go. Oh, God. I wanted to come out of this trauma stronger than I was before I was attacked. I had yes. to work hard and nothing was easy. Yes, queen. Yes. I had surgeries to endure because of my wounds. My father grew new cancerous tumors in record time, and I began suffering from stress-related illnesses, and they lasted for years. I know. In addition... I just want to hug her. 
I know. And this Jeez. is this is the worst fucking part. This is such horrible timing. I know. In addition, my marriage crumbled and I was left without money or a job and there was so much recovery ahead of me. Yes, nothing was easy, but I That's did my so best. That's so sad. And, and we can't we can't we can't fault we him can't for that. Fault him. This is hard. Yeah. This is so hard. And you know, I mean, if their marriage had survived this, I mean, it would have been monumental because mm. this is so difficult. This is a person who has retreated inside of herself mm-hmm. who needs so much love but but also won't take it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. This is, this is hard. We cannot... We, we just, we can't, you know? Oh, oh Jesus, Kay. Um, there was something that I saw on Facebook that I shared. Let me find it real quick. And okay. It, it was really important. And we just, we can't, we can't judge that. Yeah, no, you know? we and can't. I'm and, sure he tried. Like, And I'm not judging him at all. No, I'm just saying that sh- it's, it's so just, sad for this her. This is hard. This is worse. I mean, like, people's marriages crumble when they lose a child, too, because they just fucking can't. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, that this is a high stress situation that we all fear, you know, of the, oh my God, what if, I mean, as women, especially like, what if I'm attacked and I can't heal? You know what I mean? Like, what if, what if I am a, what if I'm fucking raped? Yeah. What if I'm fucking raped and then I can't let my husband ever touch me again? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and speaking from or, experience, it's just a fear that as women we all have of like, yeah. what if some, what if I go out into the world and something happens to me that I can't seem to get past, and then I shut my husband out and he leaves me. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just it's partner, whoever, yeah, you know, who significant other of any kind, mm-hmm. shut my friends out if you're, you know, asexual. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, shut everyone out around me and then I'm alone. It's just one of those fears that we face as women, people who are biologically female. Yeah. Every day. Mm-hmm. And speaking from experience, um, in this day and age, for some people, sex is a huge part of a relationship. Yes. And when you have been violated so violently and that's hard for you to do, it's, it takes a lot of patience. Yes. A lot of therapy. A lot of trying to understand. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of your partner trying to understand where you're coming from and a lot of you trying to understand where your partner is coming from. Yeah. And, and it takes you recognizing, sometimes it just takes you recognizing that you need to let it go. Yeah, exactly. But but also, it takes a lot of support. Yes, it does. And patience. Mm-hmm. And it, it takes and taking lack the, of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it takes taking the initiative to say, yeah. okay, this is controlling my life in ways that it should not be. Yeah. And I need to get help. Yeah. And unfortunately, sometimes things crumble and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And you can't blame yourself for it. You can't blame the other person for it. You just have to understand that that's the you way the keep cookie blaming cr- and the blaming and crumbled. blaming. Yeah. You just have yeah. to kind of accept that this is what happened and then try to move past it and become a, a fully functioning human again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I'll commend Outlander for this. It's a rapey show, but people fucking recover. So if you want some inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Okay. So the thing I found on Facebook, um, and it doesn't exactly fit this, but why do many children in hashtag foster care seem so intolerant to a safe, loving home? You know, when you... You know when you run a nice warm bath, but you're really cold, and it feels like it's burning your legs so you can't get in? Yep. That's how love feels for someone who has never known it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I experienced that when I was teaching a lot. Yeah. With my my poor little little babies. My poor students. Um, They just want love, and they just can't quite trust it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I, I will go, I will say, um, but I mean, how she, many times did she phantom see someone in her bathroom? Yeah. How many times did she wake up in the middle of the night and see him? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how many times did her husband try to be intimate with her and she just couldn't because she kept picturing what happened to her? Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, it just sucks. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not going to go into too much more detail. Yeah. Um, she has won many awards. She's done many things. She was the first victim of a crime this violent to serve on the Texas Board of Criminal Justice. Um, yeah. And she, she Besides helped. the fact that your brain has been completely in- lacerated by a knife that was hammered into your fucking skull. Yep. A knife and a hammer. Yep. Yeah. And, and just her recovery was amazing. What she did after recovery was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also what shows it. What was her it, name again? Um, sorry. Uh, it was Ellen Halbert. Yes. Huh. Halbert. <laughs> uh, Fat Halbert. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's okay. Um, I've been watching a lot of The Office. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I mainly pulled this interview because I wanted the experience from her point of view. And I just, Mm -hmm. I want to reiterate, she's done amazing things. And like all of these people that I've told you guys about Mm -hmm. have done amazing things, whether it be on a large scale like hers or a smaller scale, like, you know, being able to forgive and Mm -hmm. being able to understand. Which is still monumental. Yeah. And she talks about forgiveness in here too. Um, that's what I love about survivor stories. They mm -hmm. always have a beautiful message of forgiveness involved because you have to let the rage go Mm -hmm. in order to make a full recovery and then continue to be the best version of yourself that you can't, that you're capable of being after that kind Mm -hmm. of an injury. Uh, she says here, it'll, this is real quick. The question was forgiveness is certainly a very tough issue for victims or survivors. How do you view the subject uh, via the restorative justice? Do you think some of us in the restorative justice movement would stay away from the topic of forgiveness out of fear of offending survivors? She says, I can speak from experience when I say that the word forgiveness is just a word. It means different things to different survivors. For some, it means the release of anger. For others, it might mean a sense of peace. I do not think forgiveness can be easily defined. It is a personal issue with each survivor and should stay personal because it could have been an accident yeah it could have been an accident at your own hand Mm -hmm. you could have missed a step or you know 
fault been faulty when you were climbing and fallen you know what I mean? and yeah. still have trauma like that like you have to forgive and still be mad at yourself yeah you can you have to forgive yourself. You have to forgive whatever exterior circumstances happened. Mm-hmm. You let it go and stop reliving it so that you can move forward. Yeah. Stop going over and over what maybe you should have done differently or what could have happened differently. or You know what I mean? Yeah. Just whatever forgive yourself and move and on. move on. Yeah. Moving That's, on is the most important part. Yeah. Being uh, able to... to, to say accept that it happened i guess is the word Mm -hmm. as well accept that it's happened and let it go Mm -hmm. and move to the next step exactly yeah and she says i would never ask a survivor to forgive as it is their decision we do not walk in their shoes however i do feel that restorative justice processes help create a safe space for forgiveness to take place beautifully put yeah beautifully put Mm -hmm. and just i I mean honestly my call to action for this episode would just be going on to these websites finding support groups and talk space any kind of therapy that you can get remembering that if you're the outsider on this if it's Mm -hmm. your friend if it's your significant other if it's your relative whoever it is that, that you be supportive and you remember that their trauma is not them. Sometimes it's their trauma speaking. Mm-hmm. And that it's not you yourself that you have to blame. We don't have control over other people's actions. No. And you at one say, point you're oh, I wish I was home and I could have protected them. You can say, oh, I wish I'd been more present or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever you're blaming yourself for. We're not ultimately responsible for the actions of other people. No. And... At a certain point, and you're responsible for your own actions. Yes, and that's true, too. And I'm sure that that kid's friend blamed himself for the target practice that accidentally ended up shooting his friend. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you were 17 and you were shooting at a target. Yeah. You didn't do it on purpose. It no. is what it is. And you have to, you know what I'm saying? You have mm-hmm. to remember, remind yourself that sometimes people's trauma is talking. Sometimes it's their tumor. Sometimes it's... They're not themselves while they're in recovery, and we have to remember that, and we have to give them the support and the love that they need anyway. Yeah. And we can't hold that against them. No. And I just want to reiterate here, um, any jokes that have been made, it's not been to make fun of anyone Oh, with God, this. no! No, we're, we're just... We're just processing. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're not trying to make light of these situations, but we're trying to help find... We can that laugh or we can cry. Yeah. And we choose laugh. Yeah. <laughs> we always choose laugh. Always choose laugh. Sometimes we cry. Mm-hmm. Today we're choosing laughter. Yeah. So. But I hope that you liked that even though some I of those loved it. It was horrible. wonderful. <laughs> it was wonderful. I love that yeah. story. It's fucking brutal. Mm-hmm. And I had to I had to disassociate while you told the story. That's fair. And I'm sorry. I but disassociated I, by looking at baby stuff. I had to text my mother. <laughs> <laughs> And my friend from work while you were talking because I already know the story and I couldn't relive it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's fair. Yeah. Woo. All right. It's time for a game. Okay. So this is your turn. Yeah. This is our game by drunks by drunks under stupid called if you had to. (sighs) So basically, would you rather? Mm -hmm. You ready? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Okay. 
I, I think I have my choice already. <laughs> I think I have mine too. Okay. Uh, so mine is, would you rather, uh, if you had to, would you enjoy a hefty mug of Smirnoff sorbet light summer strawberry vodka with every meal? Well, that was the most wonderful thing I've ever heard. Isn't it gorgeous? Uh, that one. <laughs> we okay. don't even need mine. What's yours? <laughs> She's glancing <laughs> off to the side. What is it? Become and remain celibate? Never. What no. kind of shit is vodka. that? Always vodka. Always vodka. I'm sure this is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Strawberry vodka. Blech. Nah, I'm down. Sorbet, though? Mmm. 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 Mm-hmm. I'll take alcohol mixed with ice cream any day. Yes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of nonsense? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, sorry if this has been a bit of a longer episode, but you know what? Whatever. We enjoyed it. Yeah, we had fun. Hope you guys had fun. Hope you learned something. Yeah. Hope that we've uh, maybe given you some direction if you're if you're someone who is a survivor. Um, of course, give us a call. Not a call. <laughs> a call. We don't have a phone. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have, we have, we have phones, <laughs> but we don't have a phone. Yeah. So, uh, definitely send in your, send in your stories. You can definitely do it anonymously. That's totally mm-hmm. fine. But, uh, definitely send us your stories. Send us your anythings. Uh, leave us a five-star review and, uh, you'll get entered into a drawing to win a free poster. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time the poster is finished, that's when the deadline will be. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and it's also still in progress. My husband, poor soul has had a lot of technical difficulties with, with it, but we're, we're getting there and we'll definitely post a beautiful picture of it when it's done because he's an incredible artist. So, and also to plug a couple more things, um, right now, for our Patreon people, if you are the first person to donate at any level, you get literally every... All the prizes. Every prize. Yes. Every prize. You get to pick an episode. You you know, you get all the fun stuff that we talk about at each level. Yeah. You, um, get, you get to pick an episode. You get a poster. You get a free merch item. Uh, you get a shout out. Yes. Is that it? You get That's a shout it. out on media and podcast. And the podcast. Yes. Um, um, Chastity, our wonderful listener, is giving us her episode idea in December. So hers will be coming up. Yay! I'm so excited. Um, yeah. I'm so excited. So yeah. excited. I love to pick something that's not something we picked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's so much less work. I love it. Yeah. And in January, we are going to be having a live show. Oh, we we haven't figured out an exact date. You're going to give me a happening. panic attack. It's fine. <laughs> it'll, it'll be fine. I'll be out of school pretty much <laughs> all of January. So we'll have a lot of time to collab and decide what we're okay, gonna do. Okay, good, because I'm gonna vomit. Uh, <laughs> I, it's still a few months away. Struggling. We're also gonna have a special guest soon. Yes, yeah. Uh, so, um, speaking of our special guest, uh, go on and head over to the Lexington Bookie, get her clicks up. Uh, she's doing an awesome collab with us, and we're gonna have her on as a special guest. Yes, I'm so excited. We're so excited. So excited. Hopefully she'll be here in po- person, and we won't have to do it um, remotely. So, yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh, uh, also join the Facebook group Unspeakables United and go look at our website. I think I'm going to have to fix the fucking last page because for some reason all my links got fucked up. Oh, that sucks. But we're going to start. uh, We need to link all of that and our Patreon in our 
uh, in our descriptions from now on so, so that yeah. you guys can find them more easily. But um, anyway, uh, head over to Patreon, get you some spooky on. We are going to give it a rest on the ghost stories for a while because mm-hmm. my house is haunted as fuck. And <laughs> I it have makes some my, fun stories. Yeah, and it makes my tummy twist. So TK's, we're, we're switching over to some just creepers. Yeah. And that makes me happy. So uh, definitely head over to Patreon. We're going to record one of those tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yay! I've got a good one. Creepy stories, yeah. like the people living in attics. So yeah. it's gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. So definitely head on over there. There's something for everyone. Um, I kind of want to do some of my own soon, or maybe th- we can throw in some customer sessions, customer service bitching sessions, or something yes. like that. We'll just get super trashed and just bitch about life. Yeah. Uh, so definitely head over there. Give us your money so that we can keep doing this. And bringing this for free, but also you'll be paying. I don't know. I'm drunk. So we love you. (laughs) We love Uh, you so much. We love you so, so much. We will see you on Friday. And remember, you are not a monster. Bye, Bye, guys. guys. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcrooked.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things Crooked, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Crooked. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.